It's time to turn out the lights, grab some popcorn, and watch some horror movies. This is the Terrible Terror Podcast. Each episode, I delve into the world of horror movies. Why do I do it? Well, I can't explain it, but I love these horrifying flicks. If you made a horror movie on your phone, or made your own special effects MacGyver style, please send it my way. Now, what do you get when you take an old Hanna-Barbera property and add in some ultra-violence and mayhem? Well, you get the Banana Splits movie. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Terrible Terror Podcast. It's me here, and this time I've got some special guests. I've got... Phantom Dark Dave, Dave's Pop Culture Podcast. Oh my god, that's because he's in the fucking area this week. Uh, He actually came over here to California, and so what better way to bring him in than to do the podcast? But it's not just one guest, we've also got... Paranormal Path from the Paranormal Activity Podcast. Oh, and you know, it wouldn't be a podcast if for once we did a fatal four-way, and that's why we've got... Oh, yeah! All right, this is the angry dad here to punch you straight in your fucking eardrums. That's right. So, we're all here. We're all hanging out for uh, this lovely week. Weekend, I should say. Uh, and so I thought, what better way? We're going to do the banana splits. There's four of them. There's four of us. Hey, let's fucking do it, damn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I forced these guys all to watch the banana splits movie. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that too much of did. a force because, I mean, well, we'll get into it, but yeah. it wasn't horrible. Let me tell you, sir, now I've watched banana splits when I was a kid. Yep. Yeah, no, I remember even my wife, when uh, I brought it up, she's like, wait, there's a movie? (laughs) She's like, I love the banana splits. I'm like, these aren't your splits. (laughs) So, uh, so let's, before we go, uh, let's just see how everybody's been. I mean, this is not a normal podcast. This is not normally what I do. Um, But again, since we had the opportunity and had everybody here, uh, you know, why not? But how have you all been? Dave? Yeah, no, Dave first. I mean, Live in the flesh. <laughs> I know, Patrick's all just rubbing up on him and everything. Sexually. <laughs> yes, yeah, sexually. I didn't look him in the eye, so it's okay. <laughs> no, no, that's not okay. You're supposed to look him in the eye. You Wasn't get consent. You show me some respect. <laughs> no, man, it's, uh, it's amazing to be here. It's, I feel like I'm living the dream right now. I've talked to you guys for like the better part of three years. We do Skype sessions, recordings, text messages. Uh, we... Sh- do everything except actually hang out together in the flesh yeah. and you know i ran the gofundme all the listeners wanted it to happen just to happen i was able to get some time off work come all the way over here to california and hang out with you fine gentlemen. that's right we're glad to have you over here and and do something like this this is 
actually quite amazing that, you know, it's been three years and that we're all finally in the same place together. And fine gentlemen. I don't think we've been described by that. Yes, you fine gentlemen. <laughs> Very loose. Yeah. Three gangster wannabes and me. No. <laughs> well, maybe two wannabes. <laughs> and Pat? Yeah, good. I mean, you know, going. apparently I found out this weekend that Paranormal Pativity only doesn't come out enough for everybody. <laughs> That's right. Once a month is not enough. <laughs> Apparently, I got to step that up. But other than that, like I said, it's great to have Dave here. It's great to be over here at, with Ben doing this fatal four-way, as you said it. Yeah. You know? Well, we're not at the normal place, too. We're actually at Ben's place yeah. recording this. And I'm more than so. happy to have everybody. That's right. He's been very hospitable to everybody here. We got breakfast this morning. What delicious. the hell, man? <laughs> that's just how i was born and raised you, yeah my, i'm just glad everyone's here with this because it's yeah. crazy because we're having a podcast four podcasts all in, it's like goddamn yep so then uh let's talk banana splits so uh as you know pat was saying he's familiar with the show i don't mm -hmm. know if that was recorded beforehand but uh, i think it was before we started the podcast yeah. but how familiar was everybody with the original show oh very familiar i remember watching it at home in the early in the mornings and in the afternoons you know what i'm saying because it would always be on yeah, reruns. Uh, my uh, parents were like, oh, yeah, we used to watch this when we were younger and stuff like that. And, I mean, I wasn't like a hardcore Banana Splits watcher, but if it was on, oh, I yeah, used I to watch it, it every once in a while. And I mean, and the, the song, you know, this in general is um, just iconic. Like, uh, I, there's a couple people I would tell them, like, oh, yeah, they they turned the, the Banana Splits into a horror movie. And they're like, Banana Splits. I'm like, la, la, la. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Dave? Completely blind. Never heard of it. Never knew it. It was a TV show. So damn youngsters. Goddamn windows making noises in the background. I'll probably leave that in. <laughs> but yeah, so this was a whole new experience. I had to go back and research what the bananas. Like I said so we all seem to have a, a decent grasp on it. Except for Dave. Except for Dave. <laughs> yeah. No, this was something that my uh, you know grandparents would sit me down in front of and. They'll be, oh, your mom liked this show. Well, okay, I'll watch it. You know, so you just put all, I think it was Channel 6 around here that had some of the old reruns. Channel 6 channel. always had like the old things. Yeah. You know, besides them were like coffee. Yeah. If you're channel here in the Bay Area. Yeah. Channel, I think 20. it was the 12, 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, channel 20. Yeah, yeah, channel 20. 20. See, this is all this Bay Area stuff that you, you're not privy to. I'm like, Channel 20, that was like, you know. I don't know what that was. Like, that's the UPN. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that was the CW, man. Oh, yeah. Technically, Warner Brothers. PBS 13. So yeah. after I watched this movie, my first thought is, I guess now I can get excited because they should do a Barney and Friends. <laughs> that's it. We got the purple dinosaur coming in, and he's going to be tearing fuckers up. Uh, <laughs> I hate these little kids. <laughs> Yeah, what would the Barney movie be like? He's just fucking, he's fed up with it now? Yeah. Or they're canceling yeah. the show and he's biting off heads. <laughs> or no, no, no. He Is that how every movie's going to go now? They're no, just no. canceling no, it and things are going fucking crazy? Better yet, like, he's starting to lose ratings to another show. That, and he's not getting canceled, but he has that star, star, there it is. you know, like I, I should be, I'm better than everybody. So he has to get those ratings back. And so he starts, you know, 
So he starts killing people for ratings. Well, you know, the people from the other show and stuff. Oh, so he's going after everything. Yeah, so, he's you going know, after, what's his Dora name? Dora the Explorer is fucking dying. Steve, Steve from Blue's Clues. That's Steve from Blue's Clues is dead now. You know, the um, the chick from the Big Humpy Cow. <laughs> Luna. Uh. He's just fucking going around, killing <laughs> random mascots. Yeah, yeah. Different people. Thomas the Train. Yeah. <laughs> he can't go over George Carlin anymore because he's gone. And then, so. and then you do great puns. He's just like, you've been derailed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so he's going to be like, Arnold v. Barney Dinosaur is what he's going to be doing. It's going to be yeah. the worst 80s fucking quotes. It's going to be the rendition of Commando. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the ice guy he's going to kill? So like, ice to meet you or where the fuck he's doing. <laughs> fucking Batman and Robin, yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, when he, when he takes out the big comfy couch, the, you know, the, the Luna, the clown, she's just like, you're done clowning around. <laughs> <laughs> See that? He's going to pull an Adam Sandler on him. <laughs> you're then, done clown. <laughs> and then what's her name? Can be like, try to be the word of reason. Reason, the what was what was the B something with the B the the green no I uh, thought she was yellow no that was the brother was oh. yellow see I don't know what this is the <laughs> the other one was Bebop not Bebop Rocksteady he's got him with him Baby Bop Baby Bop oh he knows he knows I'm not that I was close it's okay. You know, you have to ask my cousins when you see them tonight how attached they were to fucking Barney back in the day. <laughs> Angelo would go anywhere person. without that fucking dinosaur. It was yeah. his fucking E.T. Him and the E.T. I didn't know this. You, this know, you know this to, now. To, yeah. <laughs> Gonna start roasting them. <laughs> yep. But uh, I was a Sesame Street kid. I ain't whatever. So. Yeah, it was Big Bird oh, all the way. That would be... Yeah. Well, that would be more like a nightmare on Sesame Street. You know, we'd have this Freddy Krueger type of thing Crayon going on. Film. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Guys, they, hit us they, up. We have ideas. They go, yeah, they know that Big Bird knows he, he has right. to keep his image, so he goes to Arthur the Grouse. You know, he's the one that knows all the underground That's shit. It. I need the you dirty know, work done. Passing <laughs> shit underneath things. Like, he okay. makes a he makes a deal with uh, the those little guys from Fraggle Rock. <laughs> I thought you were gonna go with the Yip Yip guys, no. <laughs> the aliens. You gonna take them out? Stop being a snitch. So, yeah, I, I was very surprised that they were even doing this. And, uh, you know, like I said, the, the story that I've heard running around goes is that this was originally presented to the Five Nights at Freddy guys. And if you guys have ever seen or played that game, it really is extremely close. Yeah. Like what they did with this movie. And then you can see that they, they really had these these options there. But... It's, I don't, like, I didn't expect it, and I didn't expect this type of property to be, like, to be like, oh, cool, yeah, okay, you didn't want to do it here, you want to do it with the banana splits, go ahead, and it's like, okay, and then reading up on it, it's actually the first ever R-rated property that's using the Hanna-Barbera character, which were purchased by Warner Brothers uh, at some point along the way, so it... It's not something that I expected, and when I heard the Banana Splits movie, you know, you heard it a long time ago, and I'm like, they're like, the trailer's out today. Okay, let's watch the trailer for, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I think know, I need to see this yeah. movie now. You know what would have been really cool, you know, since it's Hanna-Barbera, and they're making it rated R, it'd be great if, you know, El Bong just showed up just like, <laughs> to save the day, you know? <laughs> he Come just showed, showed up and punched some guy in the face with his goddamn guitar. Gabong! <laughs> and his head flies the original, off. In the the original Jeff Jarrett slap. That's it. <laughs> 
So this was released, uh, actually first showed up in Comic-Con uh, in July, uh, this is July 18th, uh, and then it was released on the 27th, so this is still relatively new, and as we found out today, it's actually going to be on Sci-Fi starting on September 21st. So if you guys haven't seen it yet, which I think a lot of people probably listen to this podcast may have actually gone out and got it, uh, you do have an option to not buy it, and it really doesn't, like... Spoiler alert, I don't think that it's going to be cut in any way when it goes on like sci-fi. No. Like sci-fi doesn't stay away from the violence. It stays away from some of the language. But the language isn't that bad in this either. Like it really feels like my first kid's horror movie. You know, like you could show it if you really wanted to show a kid an ultra-violent horror movie, you could show them the banana splits because there would be no naughty language and no nudity in the movie. Just robots killing people. That's wholesome, right? And TV loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how about it? You guys want to get right back into, or get, not right back, but get into the goddamn movie? Oh, let's get this getting started. Alright, so, uh, forewarned, I have not done this with four people before, uh, and this might be a bit of a clusterfuck, so... It's the only way uh, I like it. <laughs> but it's the only way that, that works uh, well. So... Let's get into the Banana Splits movie. So, uh, the movie itself, it starts off with uh, with the mom, right? And she's asleep on the couch. And then all of a sudden... Or does it start with something else? No, no, mom's sleeping in TV. Banana Splits is on the TV For some, show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Because you get the, kind of the Banana Splits-like thing and they're going through. But I was kind of like sour. Not sour. Like... It felt weird that they didn't open the movie really with the Banana Splits theme song. Like, I was expecting that. Yeah. They kind of just use this orchestral track to bring you in with the Banana Splits on the screen. And they're doing kind of their stuff. And you're looking around the room. And you're seeing all the things in all the place. And all the little, like, pictures of them and stuff. And then she's awoken by Snorky and you get your jump scare. And that's where you meet Harley. And uh, she tells him to get his ass back to bed. What are you doing? Why did you scream? Because you scared me. Hey, Trooper. Mail's here. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. Why are you awake? I'm too excited. I can't go to sleep. It's not your birthday yet. It's past midnight. <laughs> okay. It is your birthday, but we're not celebrating it yet. Come on. Let's go. Let's get... So you get a little bit of a jump scare right there in the beginning because he all of a sudden pops up and she's like, ah! you know, and then it's like, it's not like a giant banana split or anything like that. Like I felt maybe that they were trying to go for, or maybe she had like an experience or she was dreaming about something like a reason why she's going to be involved with the banana splits other than what you got in the trailer. Because we know, spoiler alert for later in the movie, there is a tragedy that happened at some point, which makes her kind of the way that she is, but they don't really get into it. Except for like one scene where they actually say something. Yeah. So we we see Harley dressed as Snorky, who happens to be his favorite banana split. and uh, Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing what's going to happen later on in the film. And so she brings him back to bed and she decides to go in and check on the older brother... Uh, who somebody helped me with this goddamn name? It wasn't like Austin. Yeah, Austin. I yeah. Looked it up, yeah. So, uh, Austin, who is uh, well, he's not being very good, and he's not coming in as curfew. Mom, uh, what time is it? That's your curfew. That's what time it is. 
Mom, I'm, I'm 19. Why do I have to be home by midnight? Because I want to know that you're safe before I go to bed. I worry about you, Austin. Just please don't tell Mitch, okay? I can't handle another one of his lectures. Okay, just promise me that you won't mess with him tomorrow. I just really want your brother's birthday to be perfect. Yeah, so do I, me too. Okay, good night. Good night. Okay, so first I have to go over to the guy in the room that has the older kid. Uh, you know, we got two dads here, but oh, yeah. we got one with the kid that's around the age of Austin here. Um, if he's in your house, is he going to follow your rules and be there by the fucking curfew? Well, it, look, uh, when I was a kid, it was different. Now, when nowadays, it's 100% different. You in my fucking house, you follow my fucking rules, or you're going to fucking get it. That's just how it fucking goes. Period. Fuck. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Fuck. Dot com. Slash. Fuck yourself. Fuck slash. You obey my rules, bitch. Ugh. That's it. Well, it's just, but, all right, I don't know. This guy, I don't think I've ever seen anything else, but just the whole time, he's just always just like, it's like, I got to turn up the TV every time he, well, he's got the, dialogue. It, well, see, that's the thing, though, is the, the way he was playing that uh, brother, that, that son, that's how kids are nowadays. They're just fucking like, I don't know, head, head sunk down, shoulders slunk forward, and they just don't act like they care. That's just how kids are nowadays. And that's actually what I got. I felt like he doesn't even care about being in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but that just shows great acting skills because he's portraying the part right. Or he was being normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, this is his first real movie and he's just like, mm, that's it. I got to roll, <laughs> He's thinking the whole time, yay, I'm in the Banana Splits movie. Oh, fucking My friends a. are going to see me. And- cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I got to do this horror movie so I can do that real big indie film that I want to do later. You know, I'm the gay cowboy eating pudding. <laughs> I really want to do that movie. <laughs> but, hey, honestly, though, if I would have walked in the room and that had been my son late, yeah, first of all, he's going to hear me speak. And then second of all, because he's over 18, I'm going to punch him right in the stomach so he remembers who the fuck's right. All right? It's like, oh, you don't want to listen? Let me show you what happens. You know what I'm saying? Because it's nice and legal then. Yeah. It's nice and legal for me to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> Physically. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's my boy. <laughs> so he gets in trouble, you know, but she's totally lax on him too. Yeah. She basically is just like, okay, well don't do it again. And I'm just kind of like, Oh, it's the type of like, there's something like kind of going on. You don't know exactly what could be happening here. And so we turn off the lights, we go to the next morning and she's busy trying to call people to go to the banana split show with the sun. And that's when she finds out that his friend is unable to go. But at the same time, we get to meet uh, the the dickhead dad. Oh, yeah. The flu? Really? You sure? Wow, both ends. Okay. Um, well, I... Please tell Duncan I hope he feels better. Okay, bye. Duncan has the flu. He's not going to be able to come with us. Harley's going to be so disappointed. Invite uh, one of his other friends. He doesn't have any other friends. Duncan's the only one he plays with. Really? There's got to be someone else we can invite. There's not too many kids his age that still like that show. It's because it's stupid, Beth. <laughs> it's his favorite show. And I bought tickets five months ago, so like it or not, we are going to a live taping of the Banana Split. <laughs> Great. Hey, I'll, I'll go right off. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> um, I'm, you know, Dave's a father. I'm a father. And the way this guy's acting towards his kids, this is the kind of shit that I fucking hate because look, you're, you're talking down to your kids. Look, I understand, you know, you got to motivate them. You got to be there. You got to fucking be, 
you know, stern with them. But whatever they fucking like, guess what the fuck you do? You like that. You're into that. You pay attention to that. And as much as you fucking hate it, you still go with it. You show enthusiasm and you support them what they fucking want. Like, I just had the same situation. My son wanted to go to some concert. I'm like, what the fuck? And so I look it up and... As soon as I look it up, I'm like, um, okay, this is okay. I think I would definitely take him. To, but this is something that I wouldn't like. This is something I wouldn't go to. But you know what? To support him and what he likes, I'd be like, guess what? I'll take you. You know, you earned it. If you earn it, you work for it, whatever, I'll take you. But this fucking guy is just being a straight fucking dick. Oh, my kid. And this is his kid. This the kid's supposed to be his kid. And he's sitting there just trash talking in his own fucking son like he's a bitch. Fuck this guy. Yeah, we heard Dave earlier. He got a message from his daughter, and he was like, my daughter sends me a message, sends me a video. I watch it. That's what I do. And, like, he's automatically just, oh, really? Like, this is what I've got. I've got so many other. It's Why does he have to be such a fucking big dick for this movie? So it's truly a part of his character because as a dad, he's so withdrawn into his son's interest. And correct me if I'm wrong, Ben, but don't you want your kids to be kids as long as, as they can? Long. So when your kid is still into <laughs> kids' stuff, you follow through. Yes. You promote it. Yeah. He dresses up as Snorky, damn it, if that's what it takes. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You make sure that you show up to that birthday. You hear all those stories of, like, people dressing up as Santa because to get to their kids. You know, my dad tells stories of that his dad did that for him. He knew it was his dad, but he was like, there's something special about it. Because all the other people, all the other brothers and sisters still believed in Santa at that point, And it's a good experience for them. Whether or not you think this is good, it was all about bonding with your kids and giving them the best life that they can, the exactly. best childhood Growing up, and here's this guy that's just like, really? There's like, no, we have to go to this stupid thing. And she's like, she's not as excited either, but she's like, we're going to do it. So we're yeah. going to go see the banana splits. Come on. You can have fun with it. Yep. And, and like, you think that if anything, if it was the other son, like the stepson, you know, you'd be, I can understand him being more, you know, do we really have to go? But yeah, like he was saying, it was just his own, it, it, his own actual kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying a stepdad can't be involved in a, kid's life but i'm just saying like that little bit more that's how they really make him a dick saying that for his own son he's just just like nah i don't want to do this shit but and then the mom made me laugh too with the whole <laughs> are you sure he's sick like no bitch i don't know that my kid's sick yeah. I, <laughs> well as you heard he's sick out of both, both ends. ends yeah both yeah. ends and we, yes. all, we know what that is exactly a mess <laughs> he's not leaving the house <laughs> not that's leaving called the, the uh, <laughs> see, that's called the proton cannon when it comes up <laughs> 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 fucking iron man comes and picks his guy up <laughs> <laughs> Long, yeah, we've all been there sitting on the toilet with the trash can in front of us. That's it. He's got throwing up into the tub. So, forgot a couple of back end ones in that one, but I'm not going to ask you to do that. <laughs> but so we then we cut over and we see that, that, uh, you know, and did you guys, I guess, I should ask this before. Because, like, in the beginning, with my notes, I wrote boyfriend. I, I didn't even think that that was her husband until we find out much later that it's actually her husband. Do you guys get the husband vibe right, right, right yeah, away? Yeah, um, I did because um, the the son is dark and the little brother was white. So I'm just naturally assuming, you know what I'm saying, that's what's going on. Well, I knew that there was, like, yeah. that relation that well, that was his kid, but... Yeah. I still got like, oh, well, she's not, she hasn't committed to anybody else and she's just with him, but 
they have a kid, but it's one of those situations where I'm just never going to get married again, but I'll have like five kids with yeah. somebody. But I, I kind of think I got that vibe, especially since he's like, I don't want to hear his lecture. And, yeah. he's, and he called him by his name. Yeah. So yeah. I, would, I would think that you wouldn't send your boyfriend in to lecture your kid. Yeah, at all. True. True. You know. So the whole time I'm watching them, I'm getting the same vibes as in the asshole boyfriend that's in the Child's Play remake. So I was oh. truly shocked to find out they were a couple. The guy I mentioned yeah. earlier, I described him as he was withdrawn. Like, he clearly has other intentions. Oh, yeah. He was a terrible husband. Oh, yeah. If he, and that's where I thought he was more boyfriend right. than the husband. Like, here, I'm here. And, you know, of course, they have a kid together. Yeah. But... You know, not sure. Well, just, just like uh, Pat was saying, when, you know, uh, usually a kid calls a person by the first name, it's not. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's like, I'm, I'm thinking step, you know. Yeah. Um, it's funny you said that, too, because I had that same thought of child's play with the boyfriend and everything. With everything going on there. And we get another scene shortly after, and we see that Austin, he's in the bedroom while dear old stepdad is taking a shower and we get those nice pecs in a second, too, when he comes out just in the <laughs> towel. But he reaches Dick into room. the drawer, and he steals money from the stepdad. And right away, he comes through. It's actually a relatively funny yeah. scene, I thought. He comes in, he's like, you just ask. And he's like, well, can I have some money? Hell no, I ain't giving you shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, in a sense, even though you can tell the guy's a dick, you do, in a sense, you're kind of like on his side on that. Like, dude. You're stealing from yeah. from me? Like, of course I'm not going to say yes right after I just caught you trying to steal. <laughs> yeah, but the automatic believe that he actually didn't steal anything. I mean, he was actually, I think Austin was a little smooth in the situation. Oh, I was just looking for this. And he whatever he pulled out yeah, right away. And a sock. He has, oh, looking for the pair, my missing sock. You know, it's perfect. But then he only takes 20 bucks. Well, you got to make it a noticeable. You know, well, I guess. I never really stole uh, money from my parents. Nah. So... I mean, none of us did, right? No. My dad left a quarter on the table one time. And they, oh, you they fucking fuck bad child. <laughs> no wonder why he likes Joey better. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> so from there, we fade over and we've got the next scene where everybody is celebrating the birthday. And we find out exactly who is going to be going to the banana splits with the family. Yay! Happy birthday, sweetheart. Happy birthday, buddy. Happy birthday, Harley. Oh, and tiny wand. No, no, uh, push the button. <laughs> Your old one broke, so I got you a new one. I love it, Austin. We have another surprise for you. We are going to the banana splits. <gasps> Thank you so much, Daddy. You're the best. Harley, we talked about you. Too old to call me Daddy, okay? There's five tickets. Can Duncan come? Oh, Duncan is sick, sweetheart, but I called another one of your friends to go. I don't want to see the banana splits. Oh, Zoe, come on. It was nice enough that they invited you. We're not even friends. Well, maybe he wants to be. Mom, he's weird. He believes in fairies and thinks he can talk to animals. Please don't make me. It's his birthday and you're going and that's final. But that kills for babies. Oh, and suddenly you're so mature. You have bunnies on your undies. Go upstairs and get dressed. They're coming to get you in Okay, so there's a couple things going on this scene. First, the wand and the obvious, obvious foreshadowing of what's going to happen <laughs> yeah, with that that's later in the be, film. Yeah, somehow put in there later on. Yeah, but does it really have to ching? Well, yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's a kid's sharp. toy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, it, it, it's so powerful that it's got to like make that freaking short sword shaking sound that you've got going on there and just hitting the button and extending like 50 feet or something like that. Like it's Goku fucking power pole here. It's going to extend. extend. <laughs> and is this just a random wand? Like it has, it's not like a banana splits wand or anything. No, no it's, it's just, just a random thing. It's, it's like random, it's random. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I thought Who the brothers that? built it. I thought the brother built it out of a weapon. <laughs> you know what I'm out of an um, umbrella. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a Harry Potter one. No, no, this is, no. Well, like you kind of get with the with the um, that scene we just listened to, where it's like he believes in fairies and stuff. So okay. you know, it's just probably you some know, random... he, and he had a wand, and the wand broke, and who knows what the wand is meant to represent, other than it's going to be used as a weapon sometime right. later in the film. But it's just, just so fairies. fucking obvious. <laughs> I just. I, I hate that. Like, it would have been cool if it would have been like, oh, here's the wand. He was just excited to get the wand, and we never knew that it extended. Sure. Right? Because then all of a sudden, what happens later, it would have been a lot more surprising. Yeah, way more. But here, it's like, oh. And he's, like, so upset that he's even getting a fucking wand to replace the one that he, he's like, oh. Oh, like, it's a small it's not wand. Very big. I would have been and like. The thing's like, like I know <laughs> yeah. this is visual, but it's like that fucking big is what it seems like. Like, like three feet. All right, it's, it's one yeah. of those telescopic batons that like police have. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? That's how big it is. It's like a three foot fucking pole. Just plop. <laughs> All right, I can go beat motherfuckers <laughs> now. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like I say, say that brat. A little like oh a small one like be happy you had anything a little shit yeah <laughs> it could have been a lot worse than it was that's it but it, it's you know I think that it's it's fine for what it is he's really excited plus you can see how excited he is about but getting the tickets but of course the dad's got to come in and like oh, try I'm gonna do this in a way and one up and you know I'm the one that got you these that's like basically <laughs> what he's doing and yeah, he's like everybody's like, looking I'm like really yeah even the brother looked right at the mom like what the fuck. You know, because she's the one that got him. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Fuck that dad, man. Because that was some fucking snake shit. They're buying yeah. tickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not a family, man. Like, you do no. it together. They should have yeah. all presented it together. Yeah. 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 We, we all got you tickets to this. Well, I mean, you could have done it as mom and dad. I think that you could have done Yeah. Right. No, honestly, yes. Because you know, the son wouldn't understand. Mom and oh, dad, we paid for we this. We got you this. Yeah. Well, no, no. I okay. got you this. But yeah. question. How, like, uh, you have a daughter. Calling you daddy. Okay, your son. Like, uh, when, yeah. when do you think? No, let me tell you something right now. I, I don't have kids. kids so. No, kids can say it as long as they fucking want until they feel comfortable changing. Because what it is, is that's how they identify you. That's the name from the beginning. All the kids have called me dad, period. You know, say so if they were calling me daddy or like, all right, cool. Then guess what? For the rest of your life, that's what you call me. That's what you call me, yep. period. You know what I'm saying? That's I, like I, I call just, my dad pop. I've always called my dad yeah, pop yeah. since yeah. I was a little kid. That's just what I called him. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, though it'd be weird, I think, as a guy to be the age I am now and saying daddy. That's why I'm, you that's know, why it's, I'm it's asking. It's even like, weird when, yeah. like, it's even weird, I think, when girls call their father daddy at a much older age as well. Yes, at some point, you say dad. Yeah. Well, no. Depends on who's the daddy. Yeah. Well, like I said, it, 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 it 100% go on whatever the situation is. But like I said, if you familiarize your your parents as a certain way, guess what? That's just what it's going to be. That's true. But, yeah. you know. Let there never be a day where one of my kids calls me by my first name. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, no, no. I wouldn't hey, think hey, that that would yeah, be Yeah, okay. I would. Like, I've already flipped my my wig a couple of times because uh, Anthony tried to push it. I'm like, check it the fuck out. I know what my name is, but you know what you, my name is. You know what I'm Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. Wait till the day where she calls me Phantom Dark Dave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Phantom Dark Dave. What, what the fuck? 
What, uh, what are we doing here? Yeah. Call, call me Daddy Phantom. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds a little weird. <laughs> okay, well that's okay. not what I was going. So for, see, but. that sounds like it belongs in some type of Vincent Price movie. You know, the Daddy Phantom, and one of the Doctor Goldfoot type of movies, <laughs> where it's like that's more of a comedy. Uh, you know, bad guy here. Or the Dr. Phoebes movies, I guess I should say. Phoebes or Fibes? I always say Phoebes, but I think some people say Fibes. Do they say Fibes in the movies? I just like it sounds better as Fibes. It goes. Oh, it does go as Phoebes. See, I knew I was right about something. (laughs) I can be right every once in a while. Hey, look at that. (laughs) And then, okay, what about Zoe? Like, what do you guys think of her just in general as a character? I know we'll go a little more into her, but like, especially this first meeting of, of her. Well, with this first meeting of her, it's just uh, hilarious. She's all, fuck this. I don't want to go. This kid sucks. And But the mom was like, guess what you're doing? And this is something that I do to my kids all the time. They're like, I don't want to. I don't give a fuck what you want. You're doing it, period. Don't even fucking try to argue with it. That was a girl? Yes, it's a girl. <laughs> her name is Zoe. She's got I must have missed the like, name, like, but... like hair. Yeah. Like the hair is I hair. missed that. I got like, hair. Like crazy hair. I mean, like, <laughs> But she was dressed yeah. like a girl. Yeah, she was. She has bunnies on her undies. It. it rhymes. Like boxers. Boy, yeah, I know it looked like boxers too, or shorts. I was like, well, they're not going to show a young kid in like, yeah. you know, underwear. Underwear. That's a little creepy. Yeah. I don't know. Especially when they have to point it out in the script yeah. too. And we're going <laughs> to... Okay, so this scene, we're going to get really close. A nice tight shot yeah. on your underwear. We're going to zoom she's in. she's like five. It's okay. Oh my God. Go get your bunny panties. Ugh. Uh, so, I mean, I think that she's okay. I think the, the little girl that portrays her is pretty good, but I think the character, it, there's only one purpose for the stuff that she does. And I'm like, it's a little stereotypical for that character, but you know what? It's not bad. And she's, the movie she's not on. that bad. So they all pile up in the family truckster and that's when they go ahead and they actually arrive at the, the studio for the banana splits and this is a guy that, if he was still alive today, uh, I think I said it last time, and uh, his name, last name always, it's Dick more than me. What's his name? Dick Weller? Oh, Dick Miller. Dick Miller. Why the fuck do I think Weller all the guys? Well, you pointed time? at me. You said Dick. I'm like, Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah, you fucking yeah, Dick. Robin. But <laughs> Dick, Dick Tracy? This, this is a guy that I think that he would have played if he were still around today. Yeah. So let's hear them rolling up to the splits. Welcome to Tap Studios. Ah, yeah, we're here to see the, uh... The Banana Splits! We're seeing the Banana Splits. It's my birthday. He's a little excited. Just need your ID. (laughs) You're just gonna follow the main avenue down to stage 12. Then hang a right, and then a left, and then two more rights. Stage 1 is kind of tucked back in the corner. Now you know what? It's all on the map. Thanks. I can't believe you actually get to work here. Is this the best job in the world? Do you know the banana splits? Bet those wings are staying in the car. You know, sometimes at night, when I'm the only one here, I see the splits riding around in the little cars, laughing and singing. Really? He's playing with you. No, he's not playing with you, because I think that's actually something that that guy has seen before. Yeah, he had that serious look in his face. Yeah, the way he looks. But I saw Dave during the clip. He was like, it's a right... Then a left, and then two more rights. It's basically going like that, and then like that, then that, and that. Brings you right like, back couldn't to you your just, hat. <laughs> couldn't you just gone one more up and just made a left? Yeah. Like, and that was it? 
Uh, and, but also, too, that's so, it's it just on the map. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. You know what I'm saying? Just give me the map then. And be like, look, just follow the map. Instead yeah, of giving me all go. these crazy-ass directions. And then again, the dad right there in the beginning, he's totally uninterested. We're yeah. here to see. So. Exactly. The wings are staying in the car. That's right. Uh, and I can't give up my phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you mentioned Dick Miller, too, because the whole time I'm listening to the clip, it almost sounds like Dick Miller. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, now I'm bummed out it's not. Yeah. It's totally, it totally would have been him yeah. in this scene. And like, because this reminds me of Chopping Mall. Yeah. Like, it reminds yeah. me of that specific scene that you have there where he's only in it for a little bit, but when he approaches the robots and he does that and he talks to them and then he ends up getting fried. Uh, <laughs> but that's what I, that character here, that's like, oh, I've seen some shit, you know, and he perfectly works into the scene. Uh, for it, and I think that it would have been excellent if he was able to actually. He's still alive, yeah. Oh yeah. So from here, oh, do you have something? <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just laughing because I'm imagining him fucking right there saying it, but with the way his face would look, because he would say that deadpan face better than oh, this yeah. guy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that one. Uh, but so from here we go on and we get to meet the rest of the fodder, as I like <laughs> to call it. We see the lion, everybody lining up. And we're going to go one by one through all the different people. And it's again, it's not many people that we actually get to meet that are going to be the other people in the film. But we also get to meet the wonderful Paige the Page at the same time. Who's excited to see the banana splits? Hi, I'm Paige, the audience Paige. Paige the Page. Guess you could say I was born to do this job. God, I hope not. <laughs> Please have your tickets ready and I'll get you checked in lickety splits. I know it's bad. They make me say it. <laughs> Supples, please. Thank you. Thank you so much. Parker, seriously? Stop chewing on your hair. I just paid $70 for that blowout. And straighten up. What's up, you guys? Check it out, right? We're here at the Taft Studios. The home of the banana split since 1969. This is hallowed ground, my friends. And we're going to be going live all day long. Behind Oh, yeah. Actually, there's no cell phones allowed inside. Seriously? I just told all my followers, like all of them, that I'll be going live. Well, you can tell your 218 followers all about it after the show. Yeah, I'm not giving up my phone. Then you can't come in. That, it's fine. Thanks. Okay, so there's a lot that's kind of going on here, and we'll go through each of these characters. So the first one, of course, you got is Paige the Page, which I really actually enjoyed her character throughout the film. Um, she gets a little less, I don't know, like focus, I think towards the end, like when, especially when they're going through all the crazy stuff towards the end, I really wish she was used a little more, but everything kind of leading up to it. I really enjoyed Thought the actress was pretty good. Then you have, uh, Jonathan, who is the stage dad and Parker, who is the young girl that he says, stop biting your hair. I just paid for that blowout. Fuck that guy. Fuck him right in the fucking ass. <laughs> yeah. I hate that character so goddamn much. Yeah, so do I. And then you have uh, Thad and Poppy, <laughs> uh, the influencer who has 218 followers. Influencing 218 people. <laughs> uh, but the, the terrible thing about that scene is the, like, I have to give up my phone to do this stuff. I get it. You're doing like this millennial, like everything has to be social media thing. But then the matter of the fact is Poppy's like, oh, um, no, don't worry. But puts her hand behind her back with a goddamn phone and Paige is just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't yeah. notice that. Yeah. 
Yeah, she skips over Avon asking her for her phone. Like, you know clearly she has a phone, too. Yeah, yeah of course. Because they're all, like, decked out, too. And he's yeah. got the, the sweet banana splits, like, logo on the back <sighs> of his phone and all the stuff. He's too old to be there. <laughs> oh, but he grew up with the show, man. He's the number one fan. This is the Mecca. <laughs> this is like a preschool show, though. There's a difference. It truly is. It'd be, it would be like us rolling up to Sesame Street. <laughs> so Before we did this show, Pat and I were talking about Power Rangers. Yep. Okay, that's above a preschool level. We would go to a live recording of Power Rangers. That would be acceptable because we go with that at the time. But the, like you said, like you just said, it's a Sesame Street I I couldn't see us go to stream it for people who would give a hell about it. Yeah, our Instagram page is going to be all right. about banana splits. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure only like 218 people would be interested in being in a page that was specific. Well, maybe it was, maybe not. Uh, but I would definitely, though, if I went to Sesame Street, get a picture with Big Bird. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's it. And probably. <laughs> <laughs> and the count. <laughs> He's all, Where one, the bitches one at? picture. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Two, four, two hundred dollars. <laughs> it cost you. Uh, I'm I, I kick Elmo thing. if that makes you guys feel any better. <laughs> You'd kick Elmo. <laughs> that shit got on my nerves that he blew up like that. <laughs> Damn, there's Elmo hate on this podcast now. <laughs> so... You have basically the guys that you're going to see. <laughs> I was going to say something. Oh, God. I was going like, to say it. I always wanted to be tickled, and he got all the tickles. Oh. <laughs> that, that sounds creepier than it should be. <laughs> That's funny. Why, why were you looking at Dave so lovingly while you said that? I want to be tickled. I'm looking at you! <laughs> But I was actually tickling him while he said Yeah, it was, yeah. Well, you know, you got to get from behind the sack. You got to go a little up there. Uh, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm guarding me while Ben's dying over here. Um, but, yeah, it, it's weird that we have this, like, group of fodder for the rest of it. We mm. know that these are the ones that are going to be involved, not just because we saw the trailer for the movie, but because, you know, there's such big stereotypes. And you can kind of picked out like between each of those characters which you think is going to actually survive and which one you think might actually die or would all of them die do you guys have an idea of where you thought that that might go i had like my thoughts right away but i Um, definitely wrote down uh yeah make sure the influencer dies (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i had a a feeling but in order i couldn't i you know i wasn't sure yeah i wasn't sure about the order but I you definitely knew. So. I had the ones that I wanted to die, and then the ones I, I didn't want to die. And something that we're going to get into is I love how you can toss that rule. Yeah, I I did say though to Crystal when we were watching this, as soon as they as soon as they two seconds of them talking, I hope they die bad, horribly <laughs> deaths. I hope they die. <laughs> Poppy and Thad. Yeah, his name is Thad with two D's too, as they put it inside of the, the oh, thing. That pretentious dick. I know. <laughs> Who the fuck puts two D's on Thad? He probably goes by Thaddeus most of the time. Hey, y'all, this is Thaddeus. The gladiator. (laughs) That's what it sounds like. Thaddeus the gladiator. Later on, he's going to be played by Joaquin Phoenix. (laughs) Or Russell Crowe, one of the two. So, after we're introduced to these guys, then we roll up upon, of course, the dad once again being a dick. And then also, uh, Austin just fucking striking out. Mitch. Huh? Hey, I need that. It's work. Harley was almost hit by a banana buggy. Jesus, that'd be an embarrassing way to die. Phones, please. 
No, 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 no. I, I need that for work. Don't worry. They'll be safe in the production office till after the show. All right. Thank you. Hey, uh, here you go. You can put your number in there if you want. Um, I'm so sorry. I don't know why I said that. I thought it would sound cool, like, like smooth. It didn't. Okay. Just take my phone, please. I did hate myself. That was painful, bro. Um, yeah. So the one thing I forgot to talk about before, which I can't believe I completely skipped on, is we do see the banana splits for the very first time before the scene happens. And they're driving around in a little banana buggy car. And then they roll up. And as they're rolling up, Harley steps out because he sees them and he's excited. And he starts, hi. And I guess, uh, I don't know what the fuck, which one is which. Is it Drooper or Bingo? No. Which, uh, which is the fucking, or is it Flegel? One of them, the lion, is fucking driving the car. That's, I know who Snorky Drooper. is. Is Drooper the lion? I believe yeah. Drooper's the lion. I believe Drooper's the lion. Okay. See, I'm never going to know. I really, like, I have the names in front of me, but fuck if I know only one that Snorky is, because Snorky, Snorting, Elephant, it all yeah, matches yeah. fucking up. <laughs> so he's driving the car, and he stops the last possible minute, and he doesn't hit Harley. But then again, nobody. She gets mad at the dickhole dad for not paying attention. But she wasn't paying fucking attention either. Oh, yeah. But his response of, oh, that would have been a horrible way to die, is just completely fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, that's no, not called for. If I was telling Kristen when we was watching this movie, I would have snatched, snatched my kid up right by the fucking arm and been like, what the fuck is going on? And you know way better than this. Especially to, to sit jump out, out there. there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. I'd fucking flip the fuck out. So, Flegel is a beagle dog. Bingo is oh, the A. Flegel the beagle. Trooper is the lion. And then Snorky the elephant. So, the one that doesn't talk is Bingo. No, Snorky. And, no, oh, they guess they both don't talk. Because Bingo no, doesn't talk in this does. film. No. Yeah, at the end of the movie. No, that's still uh, Trooper. Or... No, no, he does. Even when he, later on, when he gets the kid, he says, you know it's almost the uh, show's almost over or something like that no but that's that's no, the the legal. dog yeah no. because i'm telling you he talks we're arguing over we're the arguing over the really banana splits. Yeah. <laughs> well because they do no, so on, i don't want to go too far yeah, yeah we'll yeah. go but when he it. drops down he says something yeah and then when he at the very that last time you see him like i said i don't want to jump ahead and say anything, oh maybe he says something yeah. too I just guess because he wasn't in the movie as much yeah, as not the long. other characters. Like honestly, the two that are in the, this the most are what Flegel and Drooper. Like you see them the yeah, the most, yeah. and Drooper is the one that talks the most. Like throughout the film, Snorky yeah. doesn't say shit. Can I just say Bingo to me is the most creepiest one though. Yeah, very true. I don't know. Snorky's kind of creepy too. I don't know. Big ass glasses. You know, he may be the kind elephant type of looking guy, but deep down, he's got like the soul of a serial killer or something <laughs> like that. Like he's collecting kids' fingernails somewhere <laughs> and stuffing them in in like his little like you know. Oh, he's costume. got uh, an ear necklace. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they got a sweet car though. Yeah, they do. That banana like, like the banana buggy is pretty dope. But can I say one thing though? Like you know, I know we're shitting on the dad a lot. But I like how the mom is just on his ass. Like, it was only his responsibility to watch the kid. Like, he almost got hit. Why aren't you paying attention? Bitch, why aren't you paying attention? (laughs) Well, maybe she was distracted because she was the one that had to give up all the phones and everything like that. And she was busy talking to Paige. And, like, you see I'm doing shit. And you're not watching your own kid. I feel like it 
To me, though, they're both right there. I feel like it's both a responsibility. Well, she's I also just... pissed because he's on his phone the whole time. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. why is well, he even there? Doesn't make any sense. Just keep his ass home. Yeah. You know, but as Especially a family, though, that, that's the purpose him. of no, him being there. Is, sticking around? Oh, well, that's the thing. It doesn't yeah, to her. It, everything's fine. That's yeah. the way it seems. Yeah. So she's going. We're going off of what her perception is, and he's supposed to be there to support the family, to enjoy time with the family. Because I'm the same way. Where I tell the kids, guess what we're going. Or like I have a thing about going out to dinner. Yeah. We all go. We all sit down. We all eat. The kids. Everyone complains. No one wants to go, but too fucking bad. And so that's just what the mother, mother's doing to them. True, you know, and and she's forcing poor Zoe to go along yeah. as well. So you know, kind of getting stuck here and getting fucked up in some way, <laughs> yeah. shape, or form. But so then we got the the whole scene with Austin and Paige, you know, where he just gets shot down. <laughs> but honestly, I think that's kind of smooth. Yeah, you know, you're like here, you yeah, know, right. if you want. But the way that he delivers it, exactly, he's yeah. fucking. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like here, uh, oh. Uh, you know, make sure your number's in there when you give it back. You know, or something like, yeah. uh, you know, you can uh, put your number in there. Uh, it was perfect, though. Uh, I mean, the kid stays in character the whole time. And he yeah. acts like an actual adolescent yep. teenager, you know? Yep. And, and, I want to punch the him in the is, face. The thing is, you do probably people. most adolescent teenagers. Well, I'd say the thing is, though, that when that scene finishes and it focuses on Paige, she does look back yeah. and is like, okay, like... Yeah, little, she sees the charm. Yeah. yeah, like, okay, I get it. Yeah. It's kind of cute that you failed so hard. Yeah. <laughs> but it also makes me wonder, like, what's the age difference between the two? Because he's 19. How old is Paige? Well, I'm going to assume the she same age because... Yeah, well, it's the same age because what it is is I would see the job she's doing as a summertime school in-between college job. You know what I'm or, saying? That's just how or, it seemed to me. Or just like that... Um, entry level to you know trying to build yeah. up to yeah. a, a producer one day you know you yeah, i was thinking like in. early 20s like she's at least a couple years older i was thinking 20 yeah, yeah 20, 20, 20, 20 yeah 20, 24 20, that would 20, be at the most though at the most because she was really young herself i just thought they were around the same age and there is the idea that the actress could have been older than the part she yeah, yeah so. well i think he definitely <laughs> is older than the, the part that he's playing you know he's probably like what's his name um 90210 luke perry oh, <laughs> when he's fucking <laughs> 50 years old playing a 20 year old. Why did Wiseman put Luke Perry in a beanie the whole time? Clearly makes him 19. That one time he took it off. Oh, wait, is your hair receding that bad? <laughs> oh. So from there, we go into the, like the banana splits, go backstage, and that's where we meet the creepy creator for the very first time. How's your drive, boys? You naughty splits. You almost hit that little boy. Someone's reflex subroutine needs a little tweaking. Hmm? We'll start with you, Drooper. Hmm? You boys, get backstage! As you know, the show must go on. <laughs> so he's basically got like a telephone booth or like a TARDIS back there that he has everybody go into. And like he does the whole... You know, oh, we're going to hook you up to the machines. And that's when you find out that they're all, like, robots. They're not yeah. just people in costumes. That this guy is pretty eccentric. I mean, when you really look at everything that's in, like, this lab, there are arms and different pieces of, like, different robot structures kind of all strewn all over the place. And his tools. And even the way that he talks is kind of like mad scientist-like type of guy. Yeah. And you have him go through the, the protocols 
and then at one point it says the screen goes red. His it says the show must go on, and then you see his eyes go red mm-hmm. at the same time. I thought he just hooked him up to the Matrix. I mean, oh, no, hey, it went was... to the back of the head on the glasses. It was all the <laughs> sorry, <laughs> robot Jesus. <laughs> it had the Borg feeling to me as he put him in the booth. Yes. You know how these they go yeah. right up in there. I was like, first thing I thought was like, why does it look like Star? The banana right splits are being assimilated. That's yeah. it. <laughs> but you know, this is when I first. I, I didn't know. I thought there was going to be people in the suits. And so yeah. I didn't know what kind of reveal this was. And I thought it, it took the movie in a whole other direction that made me like it. I was like, oh, we have, you know, psychotic animatronics. Yeah, and this is where, like, I remember reading one of the summaries where it even says that a man dressed in a suit goes wild. Mm-hmm. And they must have changed something at some point and then didn't update the goddamn summary on, like, IMDb or whatever and make me feel like an idiot. <laughs> That's the way that it was done. But it's like, it's this is that Five Nights at Freddy's thing, yeah. right, again. This is the animatronics, they're going wild late at night, but this time it's something to do with the way the banana splits go. And this is clearly not the Dick Miller podcast, but Dick Miller could have also played this oh, guy he totally to could have been that. It would have been awesome. Had him care for the animatronics and do the repairs on them and everything. Yeah, it would have been great. Especially how much you see that this guy has a love or like this is his baby, right. his creations. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't want to like let it go and just let them be the, the way they are. Though he has a weird like flip-flop towards the, the, the middle part of the film when we finally see him again if this is a disney movie it could have been played by that's true you could have had though he would have had his weird voice and crap would have been going (laughs) everywhere you know it would have been slapstick oh oh, oh, i I can't do a good (laughs) (laughs) jeez just fucking call me out my own fucking podcast (laughs) we'll just edit that out um (laughs) but so we go from here, we go into the hallways, and we meet uh, Rebecca, I believe is her name, right? Yes. The producer, sure. the executive yeah. producer of the show. And she's running around back there, and she's, uh, you know, basically trying to get everything. She's trying to find Stevie because the show's about to start, and that's where we get to be the new vice president of programs and possibly the worst acted role in the entire goddamn movie. <laughs> Rebecca, you got a minute? No, I don't. We're about to start and I'm a split short. Okay. Well, I was going to do this gently, but since you're in a rush, I'm canceling the show. What? Yeah, you probably heard about my promotion this morning. No, I didn't. I'm a little busy, Andy. Oh, are you? Well, I'm the vice president of the programming now. And the banana splits doesn't really represent my vision for the network. Are you kidding? We're still a huge hit. Yeah, but it's old and stupid. And I want to do something cool and edgy, so today's your last show. But we have tapings lined up for weeks. Okay, so this is the dumbest fucking thing in the entire fucking movie. And we talked about this beforehand, where you have a show, if it is this fucking popular, it is still fucking going on, it is still fucking making you money, you're going to cancel it because I want to do something new and edgy. And that's the, the other stupid thing, too, is like... Yeah, you're vice president. You're not the president. I mean, there are still people who are going to be like, yeah, sorry. No, that, that ain't going to happen. Yeah. This show is making us money. Guess what the fuck? Yeah. It's a steady stream here. Yeah. You know, it's like, what the, like, are, where in the hell or what in the fuck is going? Are you trying to kill this fucking company? We'll yeah. see. And I think it's clear right there that he probably got this position by inheritance, not by the fact that he's good. Yeah. Yeah. And so, therefore, the president's. Very true. <laughs> yeah, it's it probably something like that. But at the same time. Like, you're not going to throw away a show 
that's constantly making you money. Millions. is a right. cash cow. Yeah. The way that they, they're talking about it, I've got shows booked up for months. It's so hard to get tickets. It took me, it took the mom like five months. Say, five months to get the fucking tickets. So, and then these people are buying the tickets too. They're not getting them for fucking free is what it sounds like. So they're spending all this time and money to go see your goddamn show, which is super popular. And anybody in the right mind would be like, oh, I'm, you know, let's, let's just cancel it. Yeah. Oh, let's do it. Oh, what about stupid. all this merchandise money, you know? It's exactly. Like, There's got to be toys and fucking t-shirts. Videos, and, you know, DVDs, know, videos, DVDs, DVDs yeah. video but games. Banana splits the t-shirt. Banana splits the cereal. Yeah. Banana splits the flamethrower. Banana you know, splits that's, the that's toilet the paper. <laughs> Clean the split. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the, the other thing, like, it would have been a better angle if it was like, well, you haven't been able to book shows completely, but oh, we're booked all the way, and it's like, no, you were canceling. And they, it's just to have some dickhead reason why yeah, they're going to yeah. cancel the show. But yeah, it would have made more sense to be like, oh, it's struggling, and we can barely get people here. I don't even know why the kid watches the show because nobody watches it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like that type of angle would have been interesting. And then you find out that the banana splits. The reason it's still on the air is because they are actually, yeah, successful. you know, not successful, but they're actually like killer robots oh. that won't let anybody stop the show from happening. <laughs> like that makes it a little more interesting, I guess you'd say for this thing. But again, it's just it just seems like a stupid reason to just be killing the show. I guess we should just digress. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so uh, we go back out into the stage and we see that everybody's lined up and everybody's raring to meet the bananas or to watch the banana splits. And that's where we find out that there's something special that could happen to somebody on their ticket and they could actually get to meet the splits. But unfortunately for Harley, that doesn't. I want you all to check your tickets because we've got a little extra treat for some of you. If you've got stars in the back, then you're in luck. You get a stand for the show and meet the banana splits. And Stevie. Don't forget Stevie. Mom, hurry. I know, honey, I'm checking. Yes! We got stars! We got stars! Oh my god. Dad! Dad! Babe, we are gonna meet the splits. We didn't get stars. Whole time this playing, I'm like, and Sesame Street, I'm gonna meet Big Bird. <laughs> Don't forget about stuff I love. Stuff I love, but he's not real. Shh. The moment that Big Bird dies, he goes away. He's still right here in my heart, man. <laughs> we got stars. We got stars. Oh, soon you're gonna have what's his nemesis is gonna come through. Stars. <laughs> Just had a mind blowing. We were talking about. We were talking about that this all happened, right, with yeah. um, Sesame Street and Big Bird. And then guess who saves the day? Super Grover. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There you go. But, yeah, so... Not El Cabong. Super Grover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, Super Grover is definitely not a Hanna-Barbera property. So. Well, I'm talking about if but we if do this movie Sesame, Sesame Street. Street. Yeah. No, but you have all of your... Brain. It's just moving. Barney tries to take out Sesame Street, and Super Grover saves the day. Now we're creating the PBS-averse is what's happening here. <laughs> Trademark. 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 <laughs> Pat Benny. <laughs> but we, we, okay, so we see that the rest of our fodder has gotten their stars. So that's how they're going to be involved with all the mayhem and everything that's going to happen. But poor old Harley 
They don't have any stars. So only four tickets out of all the tickets that they have there have actual stars. Like, it's just, it seems really weird to me that you would limit yourself so much. The quicker they get them in, the quick, the less, I mean, the less they got to come in, the quicker they could get them out. <laughs> they don't say how many shows, are, or did they say, I've got X amount of shows that I'm going to be doing today. I kind of felt maybe that either was the last show or that they only do one a day. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't even want a date, just give everybody fucking stars. And be like, oh, guess what? If you have a star, you get it. And then everybody's like, oh, I have a star. And then, and then everybody gets be Oprah. You got a star. You got a star. I hate Oprah, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> fuck that bitch. What the hell? <laughs> New revelations on the terrible terrible. <laughs> I, I guess fuck Oprah. <laughs> so... Of course, you know, Harley is very upset. And Austin, he looks and he's like, I've got an idea. And he's like, oh, I got to go hit the hand, like the can, you know. And the father is going to go with him. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, oh, okay. You're like, I got to take a shit, basically. And that stops everybody from following him around. Uh, and then, but what he's really going to do, he's going to go try to tap Paige. I mean, he's going to go try to find her, you know, <laughs> to see if he can convince her. To actually give up some of the money. Or not give up some of the money, I should say. Uh, but help his brother out. And meanwhile, Paige, she's running backstage. Because Rebecca wants to know, where the fuck is Stevie? Now, see, it's not just the banana splits in this version. It's not just them four. But they have a human sidekick, Stevie. Who happens to have the same dressing room as the janitor. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's funny, but that's such an old... Like, tired joke that yeah. they make. Like, oh, you've got an actor who's important to the show, but they don't treat him right. And so they stick him back there. But then again, how long has he been with the goddamn band and splits? And if they're this fucking popular, how much money has he actually made? Yeah. It, it makes me think of um, Jingle All the Way. Who's like, we're all in a turbo van, but we got plenty of his sidekick, Booster. No one likes Booster. <laughs> <laughs> well, even Harley says in that one, like, Who's Stevie? Oh, nobody likes Stevie. <laughs> well, yeah, even she's like, you get to meet the banana splits. And oh, and Stevie. Stevie. <laughs> so we catch up with Paige, and we finally catch up with Stevie, who maybe has a little bit too much to drink. And then we also have the scene in this clip with the brother discussing what he wants to do for Harley. Are you drunk? No, I'm buzzed. After this, I'll be drunk. You want one? Come on, they need you on set. Paid. The paid. <laughs> I just got that. Come on, have a drink with me. One drink. Stevie, seriously. They, they wait they... for the puppets. They can wait for me. You know, that page uniform is really working for you. It's working for me, too. Hey, excuse me. <laughs> Dude, I'm not doing autographs right now. Okay, I actually wanted to talk to her. Tell that bitch, Rebecca, I'll be there on cue, like always. I'm sorry. Hope I didn't get you in any trouble. Just because you're fifth build on a kid show doesn't mean you get to act like an epic asshole. Absolutely. Probably. I'm, I'm not really in show business, so I don't know. You're from the audience. You're not supposed to be back here. Yeah, um, that is true. Um, look, it's my little brother's birthday, and he's crazy about this show, but... We didn't get any stars on our tickets. He's like a great kid, and and you know, meeting the splits would be huge. So, 
I didn't know if it was maybe a way you could like hook us up. Hook you up? Yeah, I stole a twenty dollar bill from my stepdad's sock drawer. You know, that's in it for you if that makes a difference. Seriously. Just stick around after the show. I'll take care of you. For real? Seriously. This is um, this is this is very very cool. Yeah, you can return to your seat now. Right. Yeah. Um, which way would that be? I follow me. So. A couple things going on in that clip. One being the fact that uh, my cat was bothering me during the clip. <laughs> so you can hear me in the background. <laughs> so I guess the microphone wasn't completely off. Because uh, you can hear her go, meow, meow, meow. <laughs> oh, she, she likes going by the damn chair. But, okay, so the first part, Stevie. We really get a first good look at Stevie. Because we've only seen him... In the sections with like the show and the show, and then and Stevie, and they're doing like a little thing. Stevie coming around, riding his little bicycle, dancing, whatever the fuck he's doing. But we actually get to see more of him, and I actually really enjoy the guy that plays Stevie. I think that he plays the bitter, like child star actor turned fifth build on the banana splits uh, into a really interesting character where he's kind of smarmy. Like he feels like you know that character that would be hitting on all the girls well you know what i'm on the banana splits <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like that's a kid's fucking show oh i'm gonna suck your dick <laughs> but <laughs> i can get banana. you to meet drooper <laughs> <laughs> i know snorky <laughs> <laughs> so i'll show you my snorky <laughs> he wanted to turn her page <laughs> oh boy he was totally giving me vibes as like steve from blues yeah, that's everything I was getting out of him, and he actually is my favorite character in this movie. I was like, this like, guy's crazy. You said, "I'm Steve from Blue's Clues." Can you introduce me to the dog? <laughs> I am Blue's Clues. That's right. <laughs> Not that dog. dog. <laughs> Blue is fucking garbage compared to me. <laughs> Fuck his clues. <laughs> but he, like, he's he's so kind of like disillusioned. He's sitting there. He's just drinking. He's like. You can tell that he's obviously just not like where he's at, but at the same time, like I guess if you're like been doing this show forever and you're just tired of it, why don't you just fucking leave? Like, why do you have to stay around and become a bitter old asshole and be like, find yourself a new Stevie? You know what? You guys are only billing me fifth to fucking robots. You know, move me up the fucking ladder because I'm a fucking human. Or you know what? Get yourself a new Stevie, and they probably would have gotten themselves a new Stevie. I feel like, of course, you know, this is me, my brain, but. Like, he is an actor who thought he was going to make it big, couldn't do it, got this role, and thought maybe, okay, this can get me my foot in the door, and then it never went nowhere, and he's fifth build on the banana splits. You, you want to say that he's a tour guide on the Jungle Cruise ride? And Skipper <laughs> Dan is his name? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically thought it was going to take him somewhere, and it took him nowhere. Yeah. He could have been there at Carnegie Hall, he could have been there wherever he was, but now he's stuck doing the uh, banana splits the entire time. So you have that, and then you get the other scene where Austin comes in to talk to Paige about actually getting the brother backstage, and you see that he is a much better person than the stepfather could ever fucking be. Because that should have been the father's thing to go out and try to do that for his son. Yeah. You know, you, you have this kid that loves this thing so much, you see how disappointed, and the father's just like, great. I don't have to fucking do this anymore. We can just get the fuck out of here. Every time, though, he starts to talk, I want to just slam my head against a wall or something. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you, you know, know. Like, totally really cool. cool. <laughs> you know. 
I got twenty dollars I stole from my stepdad. Oh, <laughs> I got a like job. A, <laughs> it almost sounds like Daria's friend at times too. <laughs> <laughs> Or, or no, no, the sisters. The, the sisters. The oh, girl. you're talking about the, yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that would be really bad. <laughs> Dave doesn't know what we're talking about, I don't think. No, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite characters. Oh, that's really gross. <laughs> but he does do something terribly nice for his brother yeah. and he realized how much this means to him and also the fact that he offers her 20 bucks it's like come on dude have you never like tried to bribe somebody this isn't like going to like a semi-fancy restaurant like applebee's and handing him a 20 and say hey give me a nice spot over in the corner to make sure that i can not show my date that we're at applebee's for the first <laughs> time but it's you've got to give a little more than that, especially to page the page. Yeah. She needs to be wine and dine, a couple hundred bucks. And, you know what I'm saying? You know, then you get your way. But she's also really nice and has a big heart too. And that's probably one of the reasons why I like both of those characters so much. Even though he's got his millennial acting skills down, I really like them because it's honestly that he really does care for his family and his brother. And then she really has a soft spot for him as well as understanding what's going on because a lot of people in that situation and in these movies they would just say oh, fuck you i'm done oh no <laughs> what twenty dollars you gotta have to make that 600 and then i'll get you backstage like but she doesn't do that she's just like hey i'll help a brother out it also like, takes something to you know go backstage and even try oh yeah, yeah. It takes balls to go back because there's always security yeah exactly like and how lax is the security here because he was able to Get his way to Stevie. I mean, like, you know, all those groupies knocking down the door. I don't know how he managed to get back. Wanting there. all those autographs. <laughs> so from here we go over back to the stage. And I believe this is where we see the first time that the maze game is being played. Yeah. And where we have the uh, the strawberry whatever, like, jam that's on the road that they've got to, like, slog through. And then they got to climb up the ladder. And the one kid can't quite make it, so he falls down and falls over. But the girl gets up there, and she's got to jump for the blue key, grabs the blue key right into the ball pit. And then she gets up top, turns the key, and it's hammer time, and puts the hammer down on the thing and, and wins the competition. Uh, and then the show begins to start winding down. And that's where they announce to everybody what's going on. And Paige surprises Harley, who also happens to surprise the dickhead husband at the same time. But before that even happens, <laughs> we have to talk about something else, which is Stevie going back to the stage, right? Before they rock out. This is getting close to the end of the show. I'm actually getting ahead of myself at that point. So he's going to go back to the stage and he's going to... You know, do his Stevie thing up there, whatever. But that's when he passes by the VP's office and overhears that the show itself is done. Glenn, I told her it's done. The show's canceled. But she was pissed. What do you think? Oh, and ask me if I care. Of course I don't. Th this show's going to free up two stages. Not to mention what we can do with all that tech. We're going to tear those fuzzy bastards apart and sell them to the theme park division. The Banana Split Show is done. It's my call. Oh, oh, and, and Glenn? Live with it. And this is where Stevie goes back to the stage to get everything ready. And I think that they're missing the line, right? Like, they start going out and saying where he's supposed to be in the next scene, along with Stevie and everybody, and they can't find him. So they basically use the excuse that he's off somewhere 
doing something else. He captured or something. Yeah, he's been captured, and we have to go rescue, you know, Drooper, Drooper. right? Fuck, I hate these fucking splits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, but we go back over to the VP's office, and we see that he's smoking his cigar, and he's relaxing. He's excited that he's going to do something brand new. Then all of a sudden, out of the middle of nowhere, Drooper shows up, and you see him knock him out. And it, then all of a sudden, that's it. It fades to black. I'm like, oh, great. He got killed off screen. Like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to stop killing people. and We're not going to show them fucking die. This is fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, little did I know that's not what actually happened. And it's going to get really good in a bit. So from here, then we go back over. And now everybody's back on stage. And it's time. This time, it's time to end the show. And how do they end the show? Dave? Gonna rock out. That's right. And how are they gonna rock out, Pat? By spinning in the wheel. Oh, I thought you were gonna say with the cocks out. But, uh, <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> the, the robots. <laughs> the robot. robot Two strokes. <laughs> <laughs> this is not space truckers. We found that out last night. <laughs> Real quick, before you do that, I was gonna say, don't you find? It, I thought it was funny how you know, like when they're on the stage and they're rocking out or whatever. They're moving around. They're flowing around. And as soon as it stops. Oh, I know. They go back to like super robot mode. Super awkward animatronic robot mode. And that's how they walk around almost all the time. Except for when they're like. On stage. On stage. It's all kinetic energy that's just being built up by the thing. So now it's time to spin the wheel. It's time to rock out. And then I believe this is also where. We find out that Harley is actually going backstage. Not earlier when I said it and just left it in the podcast. <laughs> Time the wheel of endings. I wonder how the show's going to end. It's going to end. Why don't you spin it, Trooper? Might be last time you ever do. Okay, Stevie. That's right. You always end up with a banana split song. So now the show's ended. Everybody's now rocking out. And that's where we get to find out that they're going to get to be a bunch of backstage groupies. But real quick, I, I, it was hilarious though when you know Stevie's in there with his little tambourine, and and then Drooper comes over with the uh, guitar, right. turns and trips him. Harley <laughs> looks over and he's like, "They don't ever do that." Yeah, <laughs> like he's the only one that knows something weird is going on. Nobody else ever really cares or wants to do anything about it. And he lands hard, too. Stevie's like, oh, what? If you can see it in his eyes, he's like glazed over. Because he's buzzed. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> well, I thought that was going to be the way that maybe they killed Stevie, too. Like, he was going to come through, like, sweep him up, and his head hits on something, and that's going to be it for Stevie. You know, everybody's going to think, oh, he's just, like, passed out because he got hurt. But really, they go over, oh, my God, he's dead, and it was just an accident. And the kid was going to be like, that wasn't an accident. That was... <laughs> <laughs> the whole time I'm hearing the... 
Rock out, rock out. I expect Ozzy to come out and do, 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 head off one of the banana switches. Fucking Randy Rhodes back from the dead. Fucking crazy train is starting. What the fuck? Then they got the wheel of endings. I'm like, can I get the wheel of happy endings? Oh, see, I was thinking about the wheel of fish, you know, see if we can get that red snap on. So, all right, so now they're all, they're there, they're all leaving, and of course, they get to become backstage groupies. Thank you for coming, everyone. If you have a star in your ticket, sit tight. The rest of you, Doug will show you out. Hope you enjoyed the show. When we get down there, I'll find a producer and introduce you. Don't freeze up. You hear me? Yes, Daddy. You're excited? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Your parents follow you on Instagram, right? Yeah, why? I don't know, it's just a random thought. Sorry, we can stay. It's okay, it was still a great birthday present. Where do you think you're going? We don't have stars in our tickets. Do you really think the Banana Splits aren't going to want to meet their biggest fan on his birthday? How did you know? Um, sorry, how long is this going to take? Gotta get Zoe back home. I don't need to get home. Okay, great. Then let's... Meet the splits. Follow me. So this is great because I love Zoe's like clapback right there, Adam, <laughs> where he's like, hey, you know, we need to get her home. I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> but yeah, it's really cool. We see the scene where like, she's like, well, how did you know? And then Zoe looks over, or Paige looks over and like basically nods at Austin. And then the mom's just like, oh. Like, oh, babe, that's, that's oh, really cute. Babe. <laughs> to, his son, to her son. <laughs> and then, you know, there was also the point, too, where the dad left during the show, and he said, oh, I got to drop another off the pool or whatever. And then he found Austin and brought him back to the seat. He found him, right? Yeah. But he would have found him with Paige, which would be the thing. Like, oh, yeah, I found him wandering around somewhere. But he was with Paige, and he would have known that something was up at that point. And I know she seemed like she was upset with him, like, oh, he's trying to run off. But really, it was the dad that was trying to run off and go look at work um, for for the whole thing. So now they've all got to get together, and they're all going to go backstage. Uh, But the dad's he's like, look, I got to go real fast outside, and I got to handle work stuff. While he's going out there, and they're going back to meet the splits, we run to Stevie backstage. And Stevie, uh, he is... Seeing the banana splits, they're all lined up in front of him. He's got to give them, like, a piece of his mind. He basically is, like, pretty smash drunk, just finished the whole thing. Probably a little woozy from falling on stage after being tripped by, uh, I think, Drooper again. You know, like I said, Drooper does everything in this goddamn movie. Um, except for when Flegel does it. Uh, but, so he tells them, basically like robots, oh yeah, you guys are going to be scrap and blah, blah, blah. Basically talking shit, and the robots really have no response back. Like, what are they going to do? They're just going to sit there and, okay. If you say so, go on. If you say so, Stevie. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Stevie. <laughs> what is that fucking cartoon where that they do it? Oh, uh, it's like an old Disney cartoon, so now it's stuck in my mind. Hey, Stevie. Like, there's somebody else. Oh, you're thinking Davey. Oh, is it Davey? I think so. Hey, Davey. Is it? Oh, I think it's, it's, it's that, that old, like, claymation thing with the yeah, dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
I don't know. I don't know. The Simpsons made fun of it and made him yeah. like the guy, kid was going to make a pipe Baby. bomb to blow up the abortion thing, yeah. and then they're all okay with it. Like Flanders is showing Rod and Todd, and they're like, "Yay!" And he's like, "Of course." I can picture it in my head. You can't, can't use it. a pipe bomb to blow up Planned Parenthood. Oh, day. But okay, Fact so checking. he uh, he basically berates them, then goes back into his office, and they all leave except for Drooper. Who follows him inside and he's basically there like celebrating, drinking again. And then Drooper comes in and he's kind of like, what? And until Drooper grabs him by like, I don't know if he grabs him by the throat or he grabs him like on the arm. He lifts him up. Yeah. Right? I think he lifts some lifts him up by his shirt or something like that. But that's not as important as the fact that he takes the sucker and then just jams it down in his throat to that you see it like bulging out. And I audibly said, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, you can from see that it stretching. First thing, but from the first, like, off screen kill, and I was like, wow. And you see the blood, like, spurting out of his throat, and just he's struggling, and you hear the gurgling noises, and it's just, like, so disgusting, but so fucking cool at the same time. Like, this is a great fucking kill. Yeah. Like, and at the end of this, I'm going to ask what your guys' favorite kill was in the movie, but we'll save that for the end. Yeah. But I was surprised. I know what you're going to say. Davy and Goliath. Davy and Goliath. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I was in that damn cartoon. So, Stevie is now dead, uh, and we go back out, and we see the splits are... or Well, we see the group. They're basically starting to walk over to the meet-and-greet spot. And that's where it comes out that it seems like everybody else in this movie, except for the mom, the son, Austin, and the two kids, and, and Parker, I'd say, they're just, like, fucking dicks. Like, everybody else in this movie is a fucking dick. And so, here's them, basically, well, here's Thad explaining, like, how big of a super fan he is. The Bananas Plus Adventure Hour was first conceived in 1967 as a send-up of another popular TV show from that era. Anyone know which one? Duh, the monkeys. You know, the banana splits was supposed to be called Banana Bunch, but there was already another movie by that name. Actually, it was a children's book. Actually, I'm a pretty big fan, so I think I'd know. Dad, let it go. It's an incredibly sweet thing you did for your brother. Hey, his dad sucks, but I love him. His mom's okay, too. Cut Mitch some slack. Yeah, and why would I do that? Because he raised you like a son for the last 11 years. Mom, Mom, the guy's a selfish prick. He hates me. He barely remembered his own son's birthday. He doesn't even want to be here. He'd rather be at work. It's not true. Then where is he? So he hit the nail on the fucking head with the dad. We've already <laughs> said everything that the son has just said right there. He's not interested in being there. He doesn't want to be, not even interested in his son's birthday. Basically forgot that it was his birthday. That was coming up. I think he even says that to the mom. She's like, yeah, his birthday. He's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, everything that is absolutely right, like, with Austin. You know, and his, his mom's okay, too. And she kind of is, honestly, okay. Like, she's, again, like, you can tell something's happened because she's a little protective over both of them. But at the same time, she's also a little more worried about that relationship with her and the husband. Uh, you know, and that's where maybe he thinks that, like, well, she's okay. She's not as focused as she could be. So, and you also got that there talking about the history of the banana split. And so, does anybody here know the history of the banana splits? I, I knew it was, it was something with the monkeys. The monkeys. I remember that, yeah. you know, but 
That's well, funny. we're going to go through a separate half hour of the podcast. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Starting with Trollo. <laughs> just going to hey, hold the podcast. Oh. It's going to roll in all of a sudden. The music's going to start again. <laughs> we got the theme. I've got clips from the TV show, guys. <laughs> so uh, they go and finally the banana splits. They see them. There's like a one light in the stage. Where did you say this was, this was filmed? Because you found out, right, Dave? Yes, yeah, South Africa. Which is weird because it's basically just a studio. Is all they're using is a soundstage. So they may have just used on the TV shows soundstage, built a couple of sets because really it's just kind of there. Like this is empty. It is super empty, and it's just like the banana splits. And again, if this, this show is so popular, why is this place so goddamn empty? Like how many sets do they use? There is no cost on this goddamn show <laughs> other than keeping the robots like maintained that you can see. Yeah. Yep. And, and so you have them, they're standing there. And of course, you know, everybody's going to get their picture with the splits. And then there's something a little odd with what ends up on Poppy's shirt. And then you also got the dad, Jonathan trying again to get him like his daughter to be a star or something. Excuse me, miss. One moment, sir. Jonathan, please. Call me Jonathan. Jonathan, you're next. Just wait your turn. Uh, miss. <laughs> Excuse me. Miss? Go to our websites, download the photos. Dude, what? I really need to see the producer. What's on your cheek? Hmm. I'm not sure. It must have rubbed off of Trooper. I bet it's strawberry from one of the sloppy time pies. Nope, that's not strawberry. I don't know what that is. I really think if the producer saw Parker, he would... She? She she would realize that she had a star standing right in front of her. She'd probably even give you a promotion for making the introduction. I can't do that. But... It's not going to happen. Okay. okay. <laughs> I understand. Hey, guys. Come on, Parker. We'll have to find the producer ourselves. Okay, so... Dad's a dick, right? Again, everybody's a fucking dick because he's only here to turn his daughter into some type of like actress or being used in what way. He's a stage mom without being a mom. Well, <laughs> see, and that's what I thought was weird too. It's such a reverse role. Like usually, you yeah, have the mom just the mom that's the one that does everything. I kind of liked that they did it with the dad. So, you know, because it's, it's the stereotypical. It's the mom that's pushing and all this stuff. And I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all at least seen a commercial for the. Dance mom show or something. Yeah. You see how the yeah. people yeah. are, or you have you know significant others that watch that on a regular basis. And they hate <laughs> that fucking show so goddamn much. <laughs> but you, so you have him. He's trying to get like while she's trying to do her job. She's just there. She's taking pictures of everybody. Everybody's got to get their chance. And then you see Poppy get the strawberry sauce on her face from Drooper, which happens to be, of course, Stevie's blood. Yeah, yeah. it's a, it, it, it tastes weird. As he tries it twice. And yeah. in that clip, I didn't realize how juicy it sounded when he put it in <laughs> And so he couldn't even tell what the taste was. And I thought, well, clearly this guy's never had Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's never earned his Red Wings. But even then, you know what blood tastes like. Yeah. You put it in your mouth. Everybody's pricked themselves in some way, shape, or form. Bit their cheek. Bit their or cheek. Lip. Or, you know... You, you scratch yourself and you start just sucking on your arm or something like that because you think that's going to stop the bleeding from happening. You know, <laughs> something like that. Well, apparently not Thad with two Ds. <laughs> oh, okay. like, I don't know what blood is. 
Sounds like a song. I don't want to know what blood is. <laughs> Maybe I should ask my followers. <laughs> hey guys, is this strawberry sauce? <laughs> but yeah, so and then everybody also kind of ends up going their own way at this point. Because, you know, we go back over to the mom and everybody. She's just like, well, where the fuck is he? He's still outside. Okay, I'm going to go outside and find him and can, and talk to him. The father decides to take Parker and go and find the producer. Go find Rebecca. And then because they've all gone off, then all of a sudden it's like that and pop. They're like, we can go and like explore, do our thing. And so they go off, leaving Austin, Haley, and Zoe all basically by themselves. But of course, something also happens that leaves just Haley and Zoe by themselves and Austin's not there. And so what is that thing that happens? Well, let's find out what's going on outside with the dad and eventually the mom. Nothing I can do, I'm sorry. Hey, what are you doing out here? I've been looking all over for you. Yeah, um, I told you I had to call into the office. There's some, some stuff going down. You're making Kara work on a Saturday? But I didn't say Kara. Why, why would you say Kara? Because <laughs> she's your assistant, who also will be at the office. Right. Yes, it was Kara. <laughs> um, are we are we ready to go yet? Yep. Yeah. You want to come in with me? We'll grab the kids. Sure. Great. Beth, wait. No, Beth. Please, Beth, don't. Oh my God. I can explain. Mike, how can you explain this? Are you sleeping with her? I can't believe this. I swear it was just one time. There's hundreds of these sleeping with your assistant. God, you're such a cliche. Beth, I knew it, man. I knew you were a scumbag. You watch your mouth. I can go back inside. You know what? She stands up for you, and she defends you, and she tells me to give you a chance, and the whole time you've been cheating on her? I should be, I should... You should what? You should what, little boy? You know what? You're just a 19-year-old burnout. That's all you are. Your dad's lucky. He didn't Don't talk to about see the my way Okay, stop, out. stop. Go back inside, okay? This is between us. Us? Beth, there's never been an us. There was always Austin, and then there was Harley. Us. What a joke. You know what? You go inside and get the kids, I'll be at the car. All right, so who didn't see this coming? Raise their hand. Nobody. Raised Nobody. Their hand. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, you knew from the point that he's like, oh, he's so into his work and he's constantly on his phone. And I got to get outside and I got to go. And, like, my wife, who was, like, kind of watching the movie at that time, she's like, oh, yeah, I think he, I think he's cheating on her. And I'm like, really? really? <laughs> Weird. Wow. <laughs> Spoiler. Who would have, like, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. The whole time. It's unfortunate. Tell. Yeah. You know, I, um, I got a quick story for, um, you know how the son was confronting the boyfriend? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't mean to do it twice, but, you know, my, my mom and my dad weren't together. I didn't really know my dad. But um, my mom's boyfriends, a, a few of the times, they, were not, they wouldn't get out of hand, but they would say something that pissed me off. And then they'd be scared and never come back. And my mom would be like, <laughs> I don't understand what happened. I was like, I didn't say anything to him. <laughs> and I was, but also, too, I was a young, grown, gangster-ass fucking person on the streets that spooked the fuck out of grown-ass men all the time. So when it would come to that and some shit would go down, I'd definitely say something. And then they'd be like, oh, shit. And then fucking, you know, like uh, my... My youngest sister's uh, dad would never come in the house or come around because he was scared of me. And my mom was always laughing at like, I'll fucking call him right now. (laughs) (laughs) I would have more respect for Austin if he would, instead of just saying, you know what I should do? You should just... Yep. Fucking cold, cold cock cock him. him, yeah. That'd have been great. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because that's what well, I would. But you do. still got to respect him. Defending. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, saying something alone. But, you know what I'm saying? Especially that, for especially the millennial. When, 
especially when he started talking about his dad. He just, Ooh, yeah, yeah. And you don't, you still don't know exactly what happened with dear old dad. You know, he's out of the picture, but why is he out of the picture? We we really don't know yet. We find out a little later on yeah. in the film. And it's really cool that. It's really sly how Beth gets the phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I didn't see it coming. I was like, oh, she she did that. Yeah, because she acts like, okay, yeah, I totally believe you. And then does this, like, nope. dip and dive, like, dodge. She knows the five Ds. Well, she has two kids. I think she knows the six, too. Yeah. <laughs> But it's then Dave, she right? goes in there and she just grabs the phone from him. And then it's like, motherfucker, you're like, oh, it's only one time. And she just keeps scrolling. scrolling. Yep. And you see all the, the fucking pictures back and forth. And there's nothing like, really scandalous. There's basically her in like lingerie. It's definitely not work. Yeah. No, it's definitely not work. You can tell what, unless his job is to like review lingerie stuff that he's selling, right? <laughs> well, I got to see it on a model, babe. Yeah, you got to understand, why are they all the same person? Right. She's the only model I got. Um, She's you know. the only model I need. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I text Pat while we were watching this, and I'm like, she doesn't even look as good as the model. <laughs> I'm like, if you're trading one, for that. But she's the one giving him attention. As he That's was saying, true. She, you know, which, you know, we kind of get a little more of the insight, I think, on that when later on you find out about the dad. But, you know, he's always she's always focused on Austin. Now the other son's here and she she's really overbearing. So I'm not making it an excuse. No, no, no. no it's not an excuse. But it's what it is excuse, is but... when you come into a family with someone that has kids, well, unfortunately... Uh, you need to understand that you will always be second and to I, them. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. It, I'm sorry. There's no fucking. Uh, oh, I didn't know. It's like, no, nah, motherfucker. My fucking baggage is right fucking here, and you know that hey, it's them, then you, because uh, these are my kids, and you're the father. And he comes in just the same thing as a father. As a father, you should always know that it goes your kids, your wife, then yourself, yep. because they have to be taken care of first mm-hmm. before you're even taken care of. Yeah, I I'm not using an excuse. Yeah. I'm just. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking that she gives up the butt, and that's the reason why he's hey, over there. Well, you don't get pregnant in the butt. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> right. And I thought you were a virgin. Motherfucker, I have three kids. <laughs> and I just want to there... go out and say, my vote for this, though, is Rebecca. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you had to pick between Especially all of them. Especially with the glasses on. I'd be like, yeah, Rebecca's yeah. probably yeah. the hottest yeah. out of everything. I love that. Probably go with Rebecca the mom, Paige, and then whatever this person She's a is. producer, and I'm like, let's see her produce. <laughs> <laughs> Reproduce. <laughs> you didn't even add, uh, what's her name? Who? Asian. Oh, Poppy? Poppy's fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, well, I guess if you're, that's all you're getting out of it, right? Then, yeah, Poppy's fine. She probably just lay there anyways. <laughs> yeah, millennial style. <laughs> no, she looks like she's so, like, energetic and everything like that. Like, she's totally, like, you know, oh my God, I'm here. I'm so alive and everything like that. You just sounded like the beginning to bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> it's already been brought. <laughs> you would bring up a Kirsten Dunst movie. Dude, it's awesome. <laughs> it's the Dunstness. <laughs> so back inside, we see that Harley and Zoe, they're playing around with a bunch of the props. And he tells Zoe, hey, I bet you won't open that thing, the mailbox. mailbox. And she goes and they do open it and nothing happens. He's like, oh, it's always like water cannon or something pops out every time uh, 
Drooper opens it. Oh, I think it's the male. The male yeah, shoots out of it. Yeah. It's, it's always something different. Yeah. I think oh, they okay. open it up and there's something that happens yeah. whenever they say, male's here, you know, and then they open it and then either all the male shoots out or Stevie it's water. takes it to the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's somebody's balls to Stevie's face. <laughs> <laughs> Man, they were extra hairy today. Uh, <laughs> That's Drooper for you. Oh, boy. That's why they call him Drooper, huh? <laughs> it's like a pendulum. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we cut back outside. We see that the dad, of course, is still at it. He's still outside on the phone, and he's basically talking with the the chick. He's like, yeah, now my night's freed up, and I can go wherever. Blah. He's walking to the car, and that's when out of the middle of nowhere, Snorky comes down, driving the banana splits mobile, and then starts chasing him. And it's relatively, like, fun in terms of the chase scene. Like, he's running. Though I said, like, out loud, I'm like, they're going down that, like, alley. Right, thank and you. there's two sides where there's like docks. The docks, and there he's just running in the middle. Why doesn't he jump up? Because the car can't like and he's, jump. Got to unless... jump. He's, he's got a shoulder roll over. Yeah, <laughs> you know get, and, and my wife she's like, "Well, you're being chased by that." What? I'm like, I would know that the car can't <laughs> fucking get like up unless the banana splits mobile has like a special like ejector or jump button or something. <laughs> but kick flip. Well, <laughs> I mean, now that you think about it, it might because. It's Hanna Barbera. And Hanna Barbera had the wacky races, and the cars all had special abilities. Yeah, but I don't think the banana splits were ever part of the wacky races. They were trying to get in, so they had to get the car ready. Well, they had to perfect the buggy. Yeah, no, but they would never catch up to Snidely and uh, whatever the dog's (laughs) name was. (laughs) Of course, he always cheats and loses in every episode. I think he won once. Dastardly Dog. Dastardly Dog. dog, That's right. Mugsley. Wasn't it? No, it was. Or, or I don't know. Somebody will correct us at some point. It might point be Muggsy. Yeah, might, might be Muggsy. Do you know? Did you ever watch the Racky, Wacky Races, Dave? Keep nope. saying Racky. Nope. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys talk about it. <laughs> you at least heard of it, right? No. They would oh, get all the Hanna Barbera characters together yeah. and they'd all race. They get like Jabberjaw. Captain Caveman. Yeah. Jabberjaw. And every episode, Ape. somebody would win Speed the buddies. race. You okay. know? <laughs> and it was all about who's going to win this, even though, you know, it's a cartoon, so it's not like you're Penelope. watching a real sport. What's, what was but, her name? I it really want to watch it. It's Penelope. Yeah. It's got like, Top yeah, Cat. Penelope. Yeah. Uh, it's got a bunch of different. I don't know Top per- Cat's in there. Per- the Perils of Penelope. Yeah, Something but like it's got. I can't it, remember. It had the what? What's the Plastic Man? I think was a, a one, one or two episodes. You know who Plastic Man is the, the DC guy that character. Like, yeah, he's, he's oh. a Hanna Barbera character as well. Huh. Like he's a bunch of those Elastic comics Man? And stuff. Yeah, Elastic Man, Plastic Man, or whatever his name yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> Elongated but, man. Yeah, whatever he is. He's just got that plastic dick. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> Elongated man? Sounds like a rejected Mega Man character. <laughs> it's from Mega, Gen- Mega Man 19. <laughs> Elongated man. Uh, races, man. It's so, a pendulum, I swear. <laughs> so he, you know, he doesn't get away. Like He doesn't, besides just like run away, he just, you know, manages to get to the front booth. And that's where he discovers, you know, the the Dick Miller is supposed to be played by a character. And he's like, you got to help me. And he, like, kind of shakes him until I get his attention. And that's where the guy's head falls off. And it makes me wonder, who is the person that actually killed the guy? Like, was it's not Snorky, because Snorky is busy chasing him down in the car. So maybe it was Bingo. Maybe it was Drooper. I'm not exactly sure which one it was. But, nonetheless, he gets run over by Snorky in the car. 
And that's the last that we hear of the husband, uh, at least so we think. You should have exit stage left. Stage <laughs> right, even. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, back over in the studio, this is where uh, we see Jonathan. He's finally found Rebecca. And, you know, she doesn't want to deal with it. But, of course, you know, he's got to make sure that his daughter gets found. Now look. Six years. Six years on a kid's show and I get fired. Where do I go from here? It's time to fly! Are you the producer? I'll call you back. Something I can do for you? It's more like what I can do for you. Parker, do the thing. Rebecca, I'm so sorry. Parker, this... What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk? Stop. Incredibly dated. She can sing something else. What do you want to hear? It doesn't matter. But she's talented, right? She should be in the sour grape sponsor or something. You have to put her in the show. There is no show. We're canceled. What? what? Network pulled the plug. So take her junk somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Andy told me right before tonight's show. Who's Andy? Out of the network. Is he still here? I need to- All right, Ben, hit it. Oh, all that junk in her trunk. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I missed that the first time I watched it. Her saying that. That's oh, why yeah. he totally caught so you off guard. What's with the dad beatboxing? Yeah. I, he's They're beatboxing duo. horribly, too. Yeah. Do that thing. <laughs> like, haven't you rehearsed this before? Wait. Hey, and also, too, you can imagine, she was doing the arm pump and everything. Wait, I was uh, like, holy shit. Is that why you've been beatboxing a lot? You're practicing when... You take your kids to the producer? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you about it. I do a lot better than this guy. Yeah, but except for he's, they're going to be singing Kansas while they're there. Carry on my wayward side. It's my daughter that does the beatbox, and I do the lead vocals. That's right. I, I, no, you're I, right. Totally, I totally missed her saying that. That's why I started laughing. Well, you've got to get uh, Ed in there, and he can do the mouth guitar. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's rock it's on, terrible. Rock like he's there, he's got his daughter. She's gonna sing my humps. Like, come on! I like that. She's like, and it's incredibly did. Yeah, it was like right on cue. <laughs> oh shit! So if you were to take your kid Patrick to go and audition for something, what would they sing? I don't know. It definitely wouldn't be my humps. <laughs> it, <laughs> I heard her going there whistling like Cardi B. No, I'm just playing. Fuck that bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I have to have a kid first to do it, but... That's right. You can get her into there with some little Kim. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to do something with the time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you got to keep the thing with the time. What would be the time nowadays? Or a classic song... That should have been what it was. Like a classic, like 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 an Annie song. You know what I'm saying? You know, like something... You know, from Wizard of Oz or something, you know? Oh, that's right. You could have done Hard Knock for Life by Jay-Z. There you go. be good. <laughs> I, I start rapping while she sings yeah. the chorus. It's a hard knock life for us. <laughs> yeah, your boy. <laughs> Hova. <laughs> so they have announced now that the, they've been canceled. Everybody's shocked. Paige is also shocked that now she's out of a job. Out of a job completely. And, of course, he doesn't want to take that as an answer. Oh, well, there's got to be somewhere else. Like, we'll go to the VP guy. And he rushes out there with Parker. Uh, and from there, we go back and we see that Thad and Poppy, they've now gone on to a new section of the whole place, which happens to be, like, the magic area 
where well let's let uh thad explain a little bit of what's going on and also his big surprise fyi the design is remodeled on davenport's magic shop in london this is like my whole child right babe give me what's up you guys it's your boy thad Mr. Fantastic to all my fans. I'm here with the one and only Miss Poppy Clarity, and we're live on set of the Banana Split. What up, everyone? We're alone in Magic Shop. I can't eat. Yo, check this out. You're gonna this. Hey, Pop. Dad, no. Babe, I love you so much, and I can't think of a better place than this. Will you marry me? Dad, yes. Yo, she said yes. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Okay, so there's a lot. First, I never realized that she was Miss Popularity. Oh, God, <laughs> that makes me fucking worse. Go die in a fucking fire. Uh, but Mr. Thadtastic. <laughs> oh, God. They call me Mr. Thadtastic. <laughs> Very boom. <laughs> In my head, I heard Coolio. Come along and ride on a fantastic voyage. <laughs> so, <laughs> two things on this real quick. One, I love as soon as he hit live, it already said 219 yeah. people were Damn, watching. Like they were like, like hella fast. Like they're that. just waiting for him. And then the other thing is when he's like, Yo, she said yes. Yeah, no shit. We just heard her. Don't ask her on video. <laughs> he was she still said surprised. yes, y'all. <laughs> uh, it's just like, and you make it, it makes it feel like the only reason that he's even doing that is to get the followers excited. Yeah. Like the way that he talks and everything like that. It makes me wonder about the guy. You got to do it for the gram. Oh, I guess you do have to do it for the gram sometimes. But it's just absolutely like terror i can see dave even during the whole thing he's groaning at some of the scenes that are going on while they're playing it's the delivery <laughs> I, originally i was okay with the character because i was like oh you know he's trying to get his channel going he's trying to get some cool raw footage and everything and then i see him over here gonna propose i'm like man that's really cool like it's all about presentation and then i see the presentation i'm like well that was fucking horrible <laughs> see i'm opposite i saw he was gonna propose i went <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm a romantic don't do it <laughs> see, I, see, and I'm, I'm pretty much not like i go to a baseball game and they show someone proposing and i get pissed off because i'm like i'm here to watch the fucking game i'm not here to watch you throw your life away <laughs> <laughs> i'm right he's out <laughs> here not to make the same mistakes that i did <laughs> you know how many times i start saying say no say no say no <laughs> all of a sudden those followers go up that's well, right I, I, oh she said no fuck yeah and all these hearts on the screen <laughs> no <laughs> well i just for me personally it's just like I hate when people, like, to me, stuff like that should be private. I don't know why you have to show it off for everybody else. It's basically just to say, look at me, look at me. Okay, so what if he that. didn't record it, but he just proposed to her there on set? Then it'd be a little That's better. That's cool. I'd right? be a little better. That would they, be a lot better. something they both love and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah if you just did it, you brought them to a place that you really like. Like, a lot of people, they think about, you know, the place that they met or, like, their favorite restaurant or, you know... Whatever special. Exactly. Whatever special to them, you know? And then other people see, like, you know, Taco Bell hot sauce packet that says, will you marry me, and throws it across the table. That's kind of what I feel like this is, because he's putting it on Instagram at the same time. Like, she loves it, but you're doing this more for you than you're doing it for her. Yeah. You know? And then, towards the end of that, while they're all hugging and everything, that's where you see Flegel. 
in the background like slowly creep in and they don't even notice anything's going on because they're so excited because they just got engaged live on instagram and you see how fast those goddamn comments like are scrolling yeah. up to i'm so happy good for you congratulations like no, I, i've been to those ones which one was her parents that's what i want <laughs> so great, god damn it it'd be great if we didn't catch it and it was the parents saying oh God. <laughs> no, not that with two D's. I've raised you better than this. Well, I love Flegel in the background creeping up like Michael Myers. Oh, it's great. Yeah. And even what happens next is I probably, you know, it, it's the the way that it's executed is so excellent. Because you have him and he's coming over and then they're like, oh, hey, Flegel, what's up? And then Fliegel goes and grabs Thad and stuffs him inside one of those saw boxes that you have. You know the ones where they saw people in half, yeah. you know, to, to get the magic trick ready. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? And she's getting upset. And then he grabs her and basically headlocks her and then takes the saw and puts it in there and starts sawing him. And I think, I didn't catch it, but I think you caught it, Pat, where you said that he puts her hey, hand on on the saw oh, yeah. and makes her do yep. it with him. And hey, I'm dude, like, this is fucking dark. brutal. It nah, is savage. It is straight savage. But how he fell into the box was just amazing because it was like, perfectly. <laughs> oh yeah, perfectly. I'm going to get put, put in the box. and uh. It was just funny because like, like, it was like a small POV of him just, who? <laughs> like, no, there was no gravity for a second. <laughs> Question. Better... Better scene getting sawed in half. This one, or was it Leprechaun 3? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. I'd probably go with this one because we get the big ta-da at the yeah. end yeah. when they open them up and then all of his intestines and everything like fall out. You got to combine them. The beginning of Leprechaun 3 with the execution of the blood squirting out his mouth and the body just twitching and shaking like crazy. And then this scene with the pull apart. Uh, yeah, yeah. I if you combine that. them yeah. together, that'd be very good. But... Having her assist, yeah, yeah. that's what I I just thought because originally it was just like it was so much to even like have her watch as I do this to your like new fiance was absolutely nuts. But then to put her hand on the saw and force her to do it along with him, terrible. You know how a minute ago, Pat, your brain exploded. Mine just exploded. He should have took the blood and put it in her. Oh, no. <laughs> is that's this what that your was. Strawberry yep. jam, <laughs> or did a Joker smile? Oh. <laughs> Didn't he say something to like a Flegel said something like, "I want to see a trick" or something? Yeah, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Right before, want right to see a <laughs> trick, and then threw broke him in their the camera. Box. I broke their phone. Oh yeah, that's what it was. Put it in the bag. bag yeah. Oh, he's gonna make it disappear. And he, <laughs> 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 which I thought. Speaking of that, now he hit it like what three times, and that thing was like really like just glass. exploded. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, it was a great trick. Well, great editing trick that he was able to put it in there, do it really fast because it seemed like it was seamless. Mm-hmm. And then he turns it upside down in all the pieces. Mm-hmm. So either they had it really set to where he was actually holding the phone in there, or they did a really good edit mm-hmm. job. Of switching the bags out, yeah. and now we're gonna pour everything down because it was just seamless from yeah. where he beat the the bag and went yeah. forward. So we now go back and we see that the Jonathan, along with Parker, he's still looking for the VP, and he does happen upon the VP's office. And when he goes in there, the VP is nowhere to be found. He's looking. You see that the cigars on the floor. It's still kind of lit. And everything seems to be going. And then all of a sudden, he turns around. And who is it but Drooper? And Drooper 
look, he looks like that. Uh, what are you doing? And he then takes a aerosol can. And was it, did he use a cigar? Or yes, like a cigar. cigar. It was a cigar. And he sprays it and just hits the dad with <laughs> flames. So he's got flames on the side of his face and on the, all over the rest of it. Yeah. Um, the best CGI I've ever seen. It looked pretty good. <laughs> Looking like some Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> and the daughter just fucking bolts. <laughs> fuck this shit. Like, nope. like, not, no, dad, I want to help save you. <laughs> oh, fuck this. I'm fucking out of here. Well, and like I said, this was one of the parts was like I think one of my favorite scenes because right after he does it, as his head's on fire, you see Drooper sitting there. And he just starts wiggling like dancing, like <laughs> giving him the burning. Him the, yeah, the, the that was great. I just started dying. Fucking like, like Tyrone the crackhead back there. <laughs> so we go from here and we see that uh, the that Austin and the mom are back. Inside of the building, right? And they're trying to figure out, oh, well, shit, where did Haley and Zoe go? Because nobody was watching them, and there's nobody else here. We see Rebecca come out, and they begin asking her, what the hell is going on? And that's when Jonathan pops out of the back, uh, his hair kind of, or his face still kind of smoking out. To look for knows this place better than anybody. I can't believe Harley would just run off like that. You know him. He's in his own world. He was probably just excited. Something happens to him. I don't I don't know if I can go through that again. We're at a taping of the bananas. Nobody's going to die. We weren't like this when Dad was alive. We were fearless. I watched him die, and I couldn't stop it. It wasn't your fault. Bad things happened. You still, you know, we still need to live. I know that you think I worry too much, and that our life is boring, but I, I am just trying to keep you guys all safe. Did you find them? Paige brought me up to speed on the whole situation, and I assure you, everything is under control. Oh, oh my God. God, is that stage, Dad? <laughs> Sir, can, can you hear me? What happened? They attacked me. Who did? Banana splits. Paige, call 911. Go! <laughs> There has to be an explanation. The, the banana splits don't hurt people. We have to get the kids. Okay, just take, keep, keep breathing. So Rebecca's there staying with the dad, right? And now that he's... The, the CGI that they use for the face when you first see him is kind of boring. To be honest, because he's still smoking. Whatever. But once that's gone away, the practical makeup that they use actually looks pretty good. Yeah. So I was very impressed. I'm like, okay, it's not as bad. You just didn't want to do the smoking or whatever. Use the practical effect for that. But you actually put on pretty good makeup on top of the guy as well. What I forgot to also mention in the previous scene where the, um, the the dad gets killed is that they do rip the arm, like the, the sleeve. costume sleeve, off of one of the arms of Flegel Because Flegel ends up finding the two kids by themselves and says and reaches out his robotic arm when Zoe's like come on we can go along with him for Haley to take and then Haley does take mm. the arm uh, and then ends up getting thrown in the cage in just a second so but that whole like sequence of the whole dad dying like do you feel like it's like kind of thrown in there yeah like it's thrown what in are your there. thoughts well he's not dead yet no his dad Austin's yeah. dad. Oh, that. Yeah. 
That, that well, I mean, it kind of locks some stuff up. You know, obviously, why she's so protective, why she's so jumpy, and then you know, it, I mean, I, it's the start but of the good story, really but be... no delivery. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. You don't, you don't okay, hear tell anything. Me more. We just hear it. that he died yeah. some way in front of me, and I don't know why. Yeah, you know, no like, flashback I him or die, nothing. And I'm you know? like, here we go. We're about to figure it all out. Yeah. And then it's like, moving on. Yeah, it's just like, you don't understand. Your dad died in front of me. All right, let's go. And we as an audience <laughs> now don't understand because you're <laughs> exactly. not telling us the yeah, exactly. story. Like, what? what is it? What, yeah. what exactly happened? Like... Was it some other train wreck? Like, was it a car accident? Or was Did you it... have to help saw him in half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. W- was he mugged? Like, is this like Batman or some shit like oh, that? And, you know, now all of a sudden you fight vigilante crime at night. Austin wears the mask. That's why he can't make his, his, his curfew. <laughs> oh, shit. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of his identity. That's right. You know, Austin that's... was really Joe Cool. He shot his dad. That's oh, happened. there we go. And he's going to be throwing a vat of acid at some point later on. <laughs> so they go off to look for the kids. Now, I know that we get the scene with them inside of the cage, I believe, first. Before we go through. Like, we see Flegel take them over and put them in the cage. And they're basically locked up back there. And Parker is also there. The daughter that did the My Hump song. She's there. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. So <laughs> she's been are. captured. They're now captured and basically are awaiting for whatever's going on. We go back over to Austin and Mom, who are still kind of arguing about what's going on. She doesn't want him to be there to help. She just She's like, I'll make sure you, make, you get saved because she doesn't want her son also to be... You know, in harm's way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because she's that proves why she's over, like Pat said, yeah. why she's overprotective about everything. And she's like, would rather have her take the bullet than have them take the bullet if something else is going wrong. But you know what happens? He gets attacked. <laughs> he gets attacked by Bingo up on top of as as he's getting away. You know, and they struggle. And then the mom comes up there, right, fights them off, and dumps Beagle off the side or Bingo. Off the side of the thing, and you see him fall down. I was gonna say, so first, her uh, sweater gets caught on something. She takes her sweater off. Now she's like Rambo bitch in her tank top. <laughs> then, and looking better. Well, I'll admit that too. But I say if just, she at least taken the uh, you know the top off too. You know, yeah. But sports then, bra Rambo. Let's I'm go. sorry, <laughs> Rambo These bimbo are bigger than. An average person, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, and they they're all metal, like yeah. a fuck. The robot, they got to be heavy as hell. Yeah, and she just goes, oh, just. <laughs> well, you know, well, it's that the, mom's, the mom's that's strength. The mom's My kids strength. in danger. <laughs> yep. You know, I, they can lift the bus and pop up. <laughs> <laughs> we would never understand because neither one of us could be a mother. Well, I, I can identify you. as one. You can't say that to me. <laughs> Did you just assume? You just assumed I can't be a mother? <laughs> You're in California now, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But, yeah, no, it's it's literally that some other would say the tarred strength, but it's the <laughs> strength that's coming down that's like, no, you can't Mark. say that. <laughs> well, that. This is California. This is all the terrible, terrible podcast. Oh, oh yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah, just fucking dumps his ass over. And you think that that would, would totally destroy Bingo, too. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. It would, does. I don't think it... I mean, I, I would think these things are... The way they're moving around are pretty well built. So the way when he hit... And everything's trying to fall apart. I'm like, wait, so she could just flick him like it ain't nothing, and then he just breaks. Like, what are these made out of aluminum? Yeah, well, but he's at least falling from a great height. Yeah. yeah. Well, anything dropped from a great height period is going to break. Right. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's but right. to, to the extent, though, 
Yeah, you know, like most robots nowadays, like you see even the like the technology they do, they drop them from a small distance and nothing really happens. But from a high distance, like what do you say that was got to be at least 75 feet in the air? Something like that. Yeah, that, that, that's that. a big drop period to anything. Yeah, I mean, you got drop testing. Maybe they just didn't drop test them good enough. Or, the, you know, like I said, they're not expected to be drop tested because they're not expected to take drops. Exactly. You know what bugs me the most? That the dog's name is not being. That's true. I associate yeah. Bingo was his name yeah. with the dog. Maybe it was a, a copyright thing. That's you can't very have true a dog too. named Bingo. I guess so. Yeah, but Fleagle the Beagle does rhyme too. Yeah. Maybe if they had a dingo, then it could be Bingo the Dingo. But then <laughs> it's a kid show and he might eat the baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would explain more things though if, if he was eating babies in here. So we cut back over to the kids after Bingo has been supposedly destroyed. And we see them trying to find a way out. And that's where we finally see the creepy guy, once again, the creator. And he may have a bit of a change of heart. Hey! Go to us out of here! Cold. Of course you can. Just unlock the gate. I tried to tell them that it's wrong, but they wouldn't listen. Something went wrong with my update. They didn't listen to me now. This is all the network's fault. They shouldn't have taken away their show. And none of this would have happened. This show is all they have. You built them, didn't you? You love them, don't you? Yes. I love them too. They're my favorite. They make people happy. That's why I built them. But now they're hurting people. You can stop this, but you have to let us out of here. Hashtag snorky lover. <laughs> so the snorks. He's like oh, he has his hand like completely mangled by them. Yeah. Like he's missing two fingers yeah. entirely. Like if he loved them so much or they loved him, why would they hurt him? And, and especially if they know that he's the only well, one that can fix them. I thought the same thing. Well, you got to show dominance. What do you do? You know what I'm saying? I guess he only two broke two fingers. fingers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll grow back. <laughs> <laughs> So, Is he Wolverine? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it would have been neat if they had like put like he'd put two robotic fingers or something oh, yeah, like in there. Cool. Like, uh, yeah, I'm really am a mad builder or whatever. I can rebuild my hand just fine. But uh, he ends up like you see that. Uh, what's his name? One of them, I think, Freegal or is it uh, Drooper that drags in Bingo? It it might have been Freegal the Beagle. Uh, that so. brought him in. Yeah. And he, like as he does that, that distracts the guy. Because he's starting to open up the cage. And then because he brings him in, he drags, distracts, drops the keys. And Zoe grabs the keys. And then she basically hangs out until everybody's gone. And uh, well, at least until the, the banana split is gone. And then they open up the cage. He tries to put him back in there. But they do the old switcheroo. <laughs> and Works he's locked time. in the kid cage. And they're, you know, they're able to run free. We also see that uh, Austin and uh, the mom have run into, you know, Poppy over here. And she's busy crying over spilt guts. <laughs> um, and so they, like, basically tell her, hey, what happened? You know, was it the splits? And have you seen the kids? And she's like, I think she says she saw them getting dragged to the back. Yeah. And, they walked off. They walked yeah, off, they walked with, off um, towards the Fiegel. back with, with Fiegel. And I keep wanting to say Fiegel every time I say this guy. Not Fiegel. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's looking for the one ring somewhere back there. And so. Well, uh, Thad has it. Yeah. That, that, well, Thad no longer does. I think it's <laughs> Poppy. Uh, and so they convince Poppy that she shouldn't be 
laying or sitting there crying over poor killed Thad that she really needs to save herself and come along with her. Well, clearly she can move on and fight Thad with three Ds. <laughs> yes, exactly. Maybe her is this first total recall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that why he has two Ds? To <laughs> He's that guy. He used to post on Reddit all the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she does go with them, and then we see the kids. They're kind of wandering by themselves because they're now free, and they happen to run into Snarky. You know, and that's where there's the whole scene with the Snorky dance and like Snorky, maybe he's not such a bad guy, though Harley also doesn't know that he's run over his dad with the banana splits mobile at the same time. But that was for the greater good. Because he was a bad guy too. Greater good. That's right. (laughs) And that's where you think about it too. Like he did kill the bad guy. He didn't kill, like the other people may be dicks and annoying but they're not bad people, right? Whereas he truly was like the bad guy. So vigilante, vigilante, <laughs> vigilante. Because like, he still kills. Yeah, right. <laughs> kills only when necessary. <laughs> Steven Seagal. Oh, oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You don't want to do that because the Snorky's gonna get Seagal in that movie. <laughs> it's the executive Snork decision. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Snorkcision would be the way to go. On Deadly Snork. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Under Snork, too. <laughs> Hard to snork. <laughs> but we also go back and we see Rebecca and Jonathan. They have been confronted now by Flegel and Drooper, and they're going to be forced to play the game that the kids played earlier in the, the movie. And, man, uh, it doesn't go well. Oh, at all. It was kind of like I had a couple of turned away moments. I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah, there were some big ones. Yeah, was... The first one is when they're doing, like, the slippery yep. slope thing. And Rebecca falls. Oh, uh, and her hand just lands. Oh. And it just snaps in opposite fingers. directions. Yeah. It, well, it was damaged before yeah, that, though, too. Broke yeah, her hand. he broke her he, hand. She yeah. tried to tell him to stand down, stand down. And then he grabbed her hand and he crushed it. Yeah. Yeah. And now she slips and falls and she oh. uses that damaged hand yep. as leverage. Oh. And it just makes it worse. Yep. And you hear the cracking bones oh, and, and you the see pain it, in her face. It is practical, too, the yeah. way they did It looks great. Looks absolutely yeah. great. Yeah, I, I remember going, oh, shit. <laughs> and so she still gets up. She still wants to power through because she's got to win this. She's got to make sure that she survives because the only way that she thinks they're going to live is if she gets that blue key. And so... You got poor Jonathan. Well, well Jonathan is ahead of her, and he climbs up, and he gets to that last point. Did well, you have something? Remember when she, they both fall? And right, because he, yeah. he falls on his face. He falls on his face. And then he oh, pulls his right. face back. With the pies. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, I totally it forgot about that scene. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, Drooper's still back there throwing pies at them and everything like that. <laughs> because that's part of the game, right? Yeah, they that throw is. the pies. At the, the show same must time go, go on. on. So he goes up to the top. He's the first one up there. He's right by the ball pit. He's looking at it. He's like, where's the blue key? And then Flegel comes and Mortal Kombat's his ass <laughs> with the blue key and shoves it right through them. Right through uh, his spine. Yeah, yeah, right through his spine. Yep. And uh, that's the end of poor Jonathan. He's now dead. Uh, but Rebecca thinks she still has a, can- a chance. So while uh, Flegel is distracted, she grabs the blue key and jumps into the ball pit. And she's all excited. All right, I won. And then she Pokes her head up out of the ball pit, and who's standing up there? 
but Drooper, and it's hammer time. <laughs> oh, and she takes that hammer right to the face. And it was great. It's in oh, her huh. reaction, too, yeah. because she remembers right away, oh, shit, big, big hammer. hammer. Yeah, and then right after the hammer hits, it's... And she sinks down into the ball pit. Yeah. Like bloody face eye and all yeah, eye popped out. Oh, it's great. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. So I'm like, oh, that might come back up later at some point. <laughs> but we'll see. So... We see that uh, they've basically they're the the three of them now Paige or the four of them I should say Paige Poppy the mom and Austin they're all running together because they're still trying to go backstage and eventually find the kids. They tell Paige that she needs to go and, and call nine one one right. She needs to get the police there and she runs upon the scene that like had just happened with the sloppy slide stuff. And she sees one of the banana splits back there and decides that she's going to hide in the ball pit. And that's where I was like, oh, God, no, here it comes yeah. back. And that's where she sees Rebecca once again. And you get another good shot of the eye that's popped oh, out. Yeah. And I was hoping they would do that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah, well, and I think they did it really good, too, because as much as I hate first-person stuff, they kept going into first-person, oh, yeah. seeing the balls move. Yep. And you're like, oh, wait, there, nope, no, that's not them. Oh, oh wait, oh, no, no, and then boom. <laughs> <laughs> There's the face. They did that great. And it then was this wonderful. Screen. And, yep. Oh, I thought you had something yeah. else. Uh, so, I like turtles? You like turtles? <laughs> there you go. No, turtles. <laughs> we cut over and we see that Poppy, Austin, and the mom now are have made it to the back area. And when they get back there, they run into the creator who explains to them that the show must go on. Austin! Austin! Don't you touch him! Carl, how do we stop the banana split? You can't. You built them. There must be a way. The show must go on. It's in their programming. <laughs> they took them. You children are safe. They're having a wonderful time. <laughs> Music? Sounds like it's coming from down there. Help me move this. What's down there? The show. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Sister for my boys. A fifth banana split? Her name is Hootie. We were gonna get married. So this is when Poppy and what I I think I'm a little backwards in here because I think this does happen before Paige goes try to call on nine one one and sees the body because there's also the scene after that where she gets to all the cell phones. And yeah, yeah. All well, destroyed. And that was when, remember, that's when the Jonathan had first came in. She said, "Go call nine one one." That's when. That- yeah, that's when she went. But she, so they're down there. They're basically now going to be going down. They they found like the secret entrance, which leads underneath the studio, and that's where Paige, Austin, and the mom they all go downstairs and to go that way. But Poppy sees the new suit, which happens to have. Like claws. Razor sharp. Razor sharp fucking claws. So what the fuck was up with this guy then? 
right? Like, I, I made them a sister that wasn't yet done. And it's, like, fucking deadly as fuck. Mm-hmm. So, were they always designed to be, like, killer fucking robots? Like, what the fuck was going on? Maybe he works for Skynet. <laughs> this is the act. This is the real beginning of Skynet. Here. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, think about it. It's like, you know, you want to set up little test things around. You know, they're like, we'll start with the banana splits. You know how successful this is. <laughs> then we'll move we on. launch everything. That's it. We'll get it's a, a girl. TBS 100s. <laughs> the banana split 100s. <laughs> and so she... <laughs> Yeah, the B-100s, and then you get the B-1000s, and and then the BS fucking scripts. Um, But, so she puts on, like, everything. Because everybody was grabbing a weapon to go take down with them for the splits. And so she puts on the the claws and has that stuff, but then goes over to the cage, and she puts on the helmet, and she fucking slices the creator and kills him. At least, that's what you think. Because she, you know, blames him. This is all your fault. You created the banana splits. If you had never created them, then we never would die. If you had just stayed with the fucking group, nothing would have happened to you. You know know what's funny is like, um, as everyone was picking up weapons, you can hear the fucking like, the music in the back. And it reminded me like in the 80s montage as they're getting ready. Like grease and a bandana. And now I got a wrench. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I was ready. But it didn't happen. Except for the backgrounds. Tra la 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 Grease. Tra la la Sheath that sword. Tra la la So the three of them, they go down into the tunnels under the whole studio and as they're walking through, they see the bodies, like, everywhere. And they see the bodies of all the parents that were at the show originally that day. And so they know that something really terrible and horrible. And there is somebody that's, like, still alive for a second. Like, they first run into, or they hear a noise, and that's how they, they come upon No, no, the they walk past looking. it, and then Paige looked like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Oh, no, they see Doug, right? Doug's body's yeah. dead. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who is the her guy that sister. was yeah. with her. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, no, Doug. And then, you know, he's, the he's dead and the, chopped up. the light up. And yeah. yeah. And so they continue to follow the noise down the hallway. And they come upon the banana splits with all of the kids. And they have a special guest uh, for everybody to see. And it happens to be Steve. Well, who could that be? Look who I found! It's Stevie! Isn't it wonderful, Stevie? All of our friends are here! Now the show can go on forever and ever and ever! I'm never gonna let them go. We'll die in here. We have to save those kids. And then it becomes mail call for Stevie. <laughs> and I fucking love this. Where they, they make him look at the mail thing. And instead of being water that spurts at him. It's just a column of fucking fire. <laughs> that sends him on his trike. And he's got the fucking lollipop no, still, still sticking out of his throat. And they're pushing him around on the little tricycle. Hands tied to it. Yeah, they have his hands tied to the yeah, trike. And that looks, it looks creepy as hell. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Puppets. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's Billy. That's yeah. basically what you're seeing there, except for he gets a bunch of fire to his face. <laughs> they also have the VP, who I thought was dead. Yeah. He's still alive, but he's on the giant wheel now, and he's not tied up. He's nailed to it like he's nailed to the oh, fucking cross. Yeah. 
And he's got, you know, you can see it in, in both of his hands yeah, and his both feet. of his feet oh. that's up there. And wasn't the VP our cutaway scene? Yes. Yeah. So and that's why I thought that, oh, fuck, they, they, you know, they killed him and he just was yeah. cut off. Yeah. But no, he's here. Uh, and so they're getting ready in the show. And as they're doing that, who comes down the stairs but Snorky, Harley, and Zoe, and Parker. Mm-hmm. And he chains them all up to the the chairs. The mom beforehand with Austin were trying to, like, Break the chains. Break the chains, right? With a, one of the wrench the pipes. Yeah. Or re- yeah, and yeah, not right. being sneaky at all about it, because they were fucking totally trying to be sneaky. And it's just like, bang, bang, yeah. bang. I'm like, uh, does anybody not fucking hear this? Well, and they, they don't even seem to fucking notice. No. Yeah. Like, they're looking right at them. She's not hiding, like, behind yeah. anything. She has a clear shot to yeah. look at them perfectly, yeah. which means they can see her perfectly, yeah. She's too. completely crouched down in the open. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> That's not doing much. Has, has she ever watched Commando? <laughs> That's not the way you do things. You do. Maybe she goes Commando. Well, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> She's going to go up to one of the splits. Remember that time I told you I wouldn't kill you? I lied. I lied. <laughs> so, she basically... They, uh, Snorky, after he locks them up, and while the wheel, the before the wheel is going to be spin, spun, he reaches or holds out his hand, and it's the key to the locks that he gives to Harley, showing that Snorky kind of has a heart, yeah, because well, he connected with. Well, him no, with he because he tells he also, Snorky, yeah. yeah, he's like, he's like you're, you're not different. like this, you're different, this, just like and, me, yeah, and Snorky That's fucking right. like. Like you're always I, my favorite. No, he's saying looking, you're the yeah. different one out of all of us here. We're the three that are alike, and you're the different one, huh? I'm from Texas. <laughs> We're the no, ravenous murderers. The kid, the kid <laughs> identifies himself as an outsider, like Snorky. Oh, the, yeah, that's right. So, because you know and he likes fairies and stuff. He's yeah. chaining them up and doing what he's supposed to, so that the rest of the banana splits doesn't notice what he's doing. Exactly. Like, oh, look, he's doing what he's supposed to do, and that's when he's the key. Yeah, and he gives him the so. key, and so he gets ready, and they start spinning the wheel. And the kids are just like, oh, I don't want to know. They're screaming loud. And it's going around. But it doesn't... Where's the pointer? That's where I'm trying to figure out. Because, like, it just lands. And arbitrarily they say, oh, well, it's banana Banana splits. splits. That's how we're ending this episode. And it's like... And Zoe's what? like, well, what's banana split? It's always rock out. I was hoping it was going to be rock out again. So maybe he is rock out with his cock out, and it's that which is the pointer. There you go. Maybe, maybe so, but then his cock would be like way up there. <laughs> While they pinned it to him. <laughs> they it's just fucking him flopping as it's going by. <laughs> It's not like making a click. It's making a. Like to buy a vowel. <laughs> this is a weird version of Plinko. <laughs> so they spin. It stops on the banana splits, and everybody's like, "What the hell's banana splits?" And they're like, "All right, time for the banana split." And so they rip him off of the nails, and you can hear it and physically oh. see it. So it's like, oh, and it is terrible. Like I was just cringing during, like. The hand scene was terrible. I didn't pay much attention, I guess, to the face scene that I didn't really notice it so much. Or maybe I didn't think it was as bad as the hand. But this was equally as bad as the hand because they're just, like, broken, like, pulling it out. You can see the nail go through yep. his hand, the Pull. blood spurt. Uh, and they do close-ups on each, each one of appendage. Them. Here's the right hand. Here's the left hand. Here are the two feet. And then they grab him. And he's like, what's a banana split? What's a banana split? And they're like, okay, time for the banana split. 
And they just wait, but, but before they do it, the mom's all close your oh, yeah, eyes. She runs out. <laughs> yeah, she's like, kids. "Fuck this! Do not look at this." And then Harley, while they're not looking, he's unlocking the chains. But yeah, then they take him each by an arm and by a, a leg, and then they pull him apart. And then they get him with the fatal four way. <laughs> that's right. There's a fatal four way right there. Well, see, that's where Full I'm circle. like, um, oh, I wish it would have just been split in half, like. Yeah. To me, that's not a split. It was just a pull apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought that really he was gonna like start tearing yeah, it right down the, the center. Middle. Yeah, and then they're gonna split him in half. You know, and then the guts pour out yeah. and the brains. But you know, I guess maybe budget. They still well, think about like a wishbone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Split. yeah, just start splitting at the taint and go up. Yeah. <laughs> this is not a terrifier, the Okay, <laughs> they didn't hang him upside down and take a saw and start slicing him. Ask in the this skull. Case, yeah, ask Bring the skull. Back. So they they tear him apart. Uh, they manage to get all the kids loose and all the kids out of there. And that's where Drooper starts attacking the mom. Yeah. Right? The, they go after her. And he's got her pinned down. And he, they're attacking. And then Harley's like, Mom! And he throws the goddamn wand at her. <laughs> we all knew it was coming. Yeah, I was like, oh, where's the goddamn wand? And where, and where has he been keeping this wand, by the way? Did he <laughs> smuggle it in up his ass or something? No, he maybe had it on his side, you know, because it's like his sword or shit like that. You know, he didn't take the wings the with him, but he took the, the wand. Right. Yeah, I know. He's managed to have the fucking wand. And he throws it over. She catches it. She points it up. It says something quippy. Hits the button, and it goes through Drooper and, and kills him. But Flegel is still a threat. And then, so Flegel attacks, and I forget exactly what happens to Flegel. Flamethrower, wasn't it? Did he get the flamethrower, or did he get the heart? No. Like it was flamethrower. I thought she ripped something out of him. Like she ripped it out of him. Or maybe I'm thinking about it that we were watching last night, <laughs> <laughs> taking out the heart out of the That's spider. It. No, that I think he got um, the the flamethrower. Yeah, because one of them were going to, or she was. They were going to flamethrower her, and then she got out of oh, the way. And he was right. in the way. And then she, she, it was like the dodge, and then he took the whole yeah. bunch of the dodge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> So they think that everything's cool and everybody's going to get away and they start traveling back up to the surface. But then who shows up but Bingo? And they're like, fuck, we can't really fight them. You know, they're already beaten down and they don't really have their weapons. They know I can do it. And then out of the shadows, like a benevolent Batman, comes Snorky. And Snorky fights to the death with Bingo. And that's actually a relatively entertaining scene yeah. to see the two of them like throwing down. It's like a classic monster movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like Kaiju going at each other or E Honda fighting Zangi. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the part you're thinking of with the ripped out part, because that's, that's when right. Bingo rips yeah. out does the Kano to Snorky. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but he does it Snorky does it to him like he gets like that strength and Well he because the arm was already him. damaged, he yeah. started ripping stuff out of yeah. the arm. Yeah. That's right. But they end up incapacitating each other is basically what they do and then they're able to get out and so we end up outside and everybody's there and then we get the little montage of of course everybody's like resolution including the resolution between two mom yeah can i quit acting class anything you want my darling here you go honey thank you I'll be right back, okay, guys? Okay. You know, you're not as weird as I thought. This show is weird. I'm awesome. Yeah, you are. <laughs> so, I was kind of wondering if after everything that happened, maybe um, you could um, give me your number. 
breath. Honey, I got, I got hit by a car. It was awful, but it made me realize I want to be with Kara. I want you. I love you, Beth. I want a divorce. So she does what everybody here wished would happen to him, was she cold cocks him in the fucking face. And yes. so the husband now, he's basically left there because he does the comedic, like, Pratt fallback to, like, uh, and then, you know, is knocked out. You get the makeout scene between Austin and Paige. You know, they're, they're now supposedly a couple or something like that. You got uh, Zoe now becoming good friends with Harley and realizing he's not a weird kid. He's actually a really cool kid. And the fact that they were able to survive this was really because of him and his knowledge of Snorky, along with the Snorky dance and really Snorky's And good. the super wand. And the super wand. And then you got, you know, Parker, who no longer wants to be an actress after everything that's gone on. And after her performance, we agree. Yes, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah, I totally agree. So they all go off, uh, and she manages, of course, at the end, you hear the little, and she gets the car, and they drive off, and then the ambulance drives off away, and, you know, the husband is there. He's like, oh, no, you know, I'm hurt. You know, don't leave me here, too. We get a very special ending for him, and then the end. I love that little bit at the end. You killed so many people. <laughs> so you guys know who was singing that, right? No. Any guesses? Uh, the guy who voiced all of them? No, Patrick Stump from Fall Out Boy <laughs> is singing the Banana Split song. Oh, my God. That was my second No wonder guess. we were all dancing. <laughs> That's, That's right. You guys. Yes. 
Dance, dancing. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so husband, he gets what he deserves. He gets yeah. run over, really run yeah. over by the yeah. car. And it really is bad. bloody. <laughs> Mangled. And he doesn't look as bad for wear or tear after how bad it looked like he got. looked like he got run over and like his body parts went everywhere. Yeah. But then he's completely together and just falls flat on the ground. And then, of course, it's Poppy in the car doing the haunted, like, tra-la-la, mm. and, like, laughing and everything. With all the uh, banana split sparts. Yep. And they, the eyes light up at yeah. the end, and that's why you get the... So, that's the Banana Splits movie. It, honestly, to me, turned out a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It, it has its moments, and it has things where you're kind of like, what the fuck are you doing these things? Like... But overall, I found it generally entertaining. I thought the kills were fantastic. I think they put a lot in there, and just like Patrick Stump says there, man, they killed a lot of people. <laughs> like, And it's even more when you put all the parents that got killed yeah. of all the kids that were at the last show. So what were your guys' final thoughts? Uh, I thought it was a great movie. I enjoyed it from beginning, from the uh, from the action in. I could have done without the intro of the entire family and a lot of the dialogue between them. But it was a great movie. I enjoyed it. I'd recommend anybody to watch it. You know what I'm saying? I would almost let my kids watch this, but it's just a little bit past what I think, even though. I, I excuse me. I really enjoyed it too. I, I, um, a little slow going at the beginning and like Ben just said, some stuff can get a little cut off to shorten that up. But overall, kills were great. And, you know, especially great when you go into it like, Knowing something from a childhood thing, which was, this was, like I said, wasn't huge in my childhood because it was already kind of past this prime of it. But, you know, that they took this concept from these characters and did this whole thing. And, um, you know, like we were going into it, look at it. It's either going to be decent or it's going to be so bad it's good. And to me, it, it, it pushed past, it exceeded past both of those because it, you know, it, cutting out a few things, it would just been just really good be to me like a B horror rated movie. Yeah, one of those direct to DVD type yeah. of This is one of those movies where someone asked me, "Hey, how is the movie?" I don't say it's bad, I don't say it's good. I say it's fun. So when watching this, I had a good time watching it, yeah. but I think you'll have a lot more fun even watching it with a group of friends because I had an amazing time just talking about it with a Yeah, I really feel the same way that all of you guys feel. Mm-hmm. It's it's really it's honestly a little slow in the beginning. Like, and, and even talking about it, you don't realize, like, how crazy the last 20 minutes of this movie are. Like, I really felt like they really started going all out, especially when they went, like, downstairs into, like, the Freddy Krueger type of world. Like, the way the that everything room. looked. Yeah, it's like the boiler room, the fire, like, lighting and everything. It's, like, really nuts. And here are these animated things forcing kids to watch their show where they're killing people. Like, I thought that they could have changed a couple of things around. They could have made the story a little bit better in the beginning. They didn't need to talk about how the kid's dad died. And then, like like Dave said, not show anything. Like, don't give us even a flashback. I understand short running time. Maybe they had something. They just left it on the cutting room floor because they're like, oh, well, we need to make this. And this is as much... You know, it's not a very big budget film. I mean, it's direct-to-video. It's not like it's a full release. I thought it was getting a theatrical release yeah, at first. Me for too. Like something that would just be silly fun to put in the theaters. But probably wouldn't have really made anything. Kind of like that John Travolta, Fred Durst movie. Yeah. I think it's first week out made $3, like $3,000. Yeah. Like, that's it. And that looked kind of interesting. But that actually got a theatrical. Um, so, if you had to rate it, which you do, 
<laughs> what would you give it, starting with Dave? So I'd have to give it three and a half snorkies out of five. All right. Um, I too will go three and a half fire flames to the face out of five. Um, I give it uh, four runover dads. So going uh, on the normal schedule, so it's a four out of five on gore is what I would give it. Because it, it's really, I was really surprised. Uh, crap factor, three out of five. Bad actors at time. I hated the dad and story elements. Fun, it's a three out of five. I think out of, it, it could be, a couple things can make it more fun, but it was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be. So I'm with you guys. I'm at a three out of four, three out of five hammer time. <laughs> uh, so, because oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I think that Can't you'll have this. a lot of fun with it, but it's not like, like if it was good and so bad, it's good. Like you had those combined where it, it was really entertaining, but it's really terrible. I'd probably put it in that four range. Like, but it just falls a little short because as it's getting into, it's actually well done. Like that brings it back a little bit for me. Like you could have done this to make this even better because you knew what you were doing with the IP, with the story. Um, and you did something new that I don't think a lot of people expected out of this. These people, the banana splits, who thought there would be a horror movie that had this much death in it? I know I didn't. <laughs> At all. You know, I thought it might, oh, maybe it'll just be creepy and scary. Not, oh, we're just going to fucking whack people off. <laughs> well, not <Whoa>. that way. <laughs> Goddamn snarky. Um, I, thought, I knew you were the good one. Uh, so with that being said, Let's talk uh, about the <laughs> the, the uh, movie. Now, this guy, for the next episode, it is the anniversary show. It'll be the start of season five. I mean, I've done this show for four years, and I can't believe that I've done it this fucking long. And I thank you guys for being at the end of uh, season four. Like, it's a good episode to end on. Um, was a lot of fun. But we do have to get into the new year, and we have to get into the new season. And uh, what better way than to uh, start with this flick? In a time of fear and suspicion... You choose to admit your crimes before man and God? His coming was foretold. Now, he is here. You know the signs. You are bewitched. He has the face of an angel. Channel me a spirit. The charm of the devil. Hear me when I say he's evil. Evil absolute. And the powers of a god. <laughs> Satan also has one son. For you are the first to have lain eyes upon the new Messiah. Now, an enemy from his past. Who appointed you executioner? And a girl from the prison. Do you know what he's capable of? Next time he's going to kill me. I'll not let him harm you are the only hope for the future. This 
is the terrifying adventure that could set the world on fire. Warlock. That's right. It's time for Julian motherfucking Sands to come back to the podcast. <laughs> and we're going to do fucking Warlock. I unabashedly love this film. Uh, it is one of the first rated R films that my sister and I could watch all the goddamn time that my parents didn't care about. Um, and they also didn't know because during the summer it was always on fucking HBO. So we would always watch it. I think they actually ordered it off of pay-per-view and taped it. And then we would find the tape and just fucking watch it all the damn time. Uh, it is terrible. It is absolutely terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, it maybe it's going to be better than I remember it, but you know, as a kid, uh, I just loved watching this movie. So we're going to be doing Warlock next, and I had, had said a while back ago on the Arachnophobia podcast that uh, I want to do the film, and then I'm just going to do it. There were a lot of other films that I thought about, but this was the first one that just came to mind. And then as we talked over this weekend, I'm like, oh, I could have done this and this, but. As I said with Dave earlier, I already grabbed the trailer, so it's <laughs> this is the one we're doing. Um, but yeah, because there's tons of movies like Starship Troopers would be a fun one to do. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe would be a fun one to do. Uh, there's a lot of films uh, that we could do. So uh, that's the end of the podcast, guys. Again, thank you very much for being on. Uh, I know you're a captive audience this weekend, especially Dave, because uh, he's stuck back here. Thanks for coming out to California and see us. I came to California here. to record the banana splits. That's That's right. Woo. <laughs> yeah, we got the one and only Phantom Dark Dave. I had to come out here. So And to uh, see It two, Chapter 2. Oh, yeah, It Chapter 2 right. as well, tonight. which we're going to go later tonight. So uh, let's go ahead and do our plugs. Pat, why don't we start with you this time? All right. Well, I'm uh, like I said before, Paranormal Pat from the Paranormal Pativity Podcast. You can find my podcast, same places you can find all of Brian, uh, Brian's stuff, Terrible Terror. Um, but you could follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and IGTV at ParanormalPat64, and find me on uh, Facebook and YouTube at Paranormal Pativity Podcast. All right, this is the Angry Dad from the Angry Dad Podcast. You want to watch my shit? IGTV, YouTube. You want to listen to my shit? Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, all that fucking bullshit. It's B to the fourth power across the board. If you don't know how to fucking spell it, too fucking bad, because fuck it. <laughs> and of course, Phantom Dark Dave. You heard me on this podcast many times before, but I just want to say it's an honor to be here. I hope 20 years from now, whether we're still podcasting or not, we go back and listen to these episodes and we remember this weekend for the first time we all came together in the same room and read together. So if you like me here, you'll like me there. Check out Dave's Pop Culture Podcast with my co-host, Jendra. That's right. And that's available on your all your normal uh, podcasting feeds from Apple Podcasts all the way to iHeartRadio. So, of course, you can also rate and review everybody's podcast on every fucking platform that you find out there. Uh, make sure you check out the Terrible Terror Podcast. Uh, Twitter, T underscore T underscore Podcast. Terrible Terror Podcast, Facebook. Terrible Terror Podcast, Instagram. And we will have a car review later for It Chapter 2. Uh, that everybody should be involved with here on the show. So check out the YouTube channel, Terrible Terror Podcast. With that being said, see you next time for Warlock. <laughs>